Blog Talk Radio. Sick of doing those big leagues. Do you guys have the same thing in mind? Well, I'll tell you what. Gary Hart's done it once and for all. He stuck his nose in the Tribal Nation's business. Tribal Nation is up on the top. We're going to the top of the totem pole. But Gary Hart, tell you what, you have that pretty hair. It's going to come plumb off. Bring any team you want. Bring any team you want. Any combination. Gary Hart, we're coming after your scalp. Now, let's go. Do you know why? I'm going to show you the body that women love and the men love to fear. It's just that simple. Take a look at that. How's that look, huh? You don't think there's You're a asking man me? out there? Look at it. I know. Hey, it don't take much for you to please you. Last time I was in San Francisco, I went downtown looking for a woman. You know what I mean? I wanted a woman. I couldn't find a woman. I found a lot of men that looked like women. Now you, Hulk Hogan, you belong in San Francisco. What's wrong with you, Gene? And after it's all said and done, you're going to be taking splinters out of your fat asses all night long because you got some fat asses. The only chance you have, you have no chance, but you had a chance, is that you can run lickety split. Because you can't run because you got some fat asses. You know, to a lawyer has a lot of bad habits. The only way to help me survive. Don't deprive yourself of the full power. Be a survivor. Don't smoke. Folks, there's jumping Jeff Farmer. Jeff, a while back, what a match you had with Motley. Yep. I guess what we're trying to say is whether you're a fat out of shape truck driver, whether you're a skinny geek pushing a taxi cab, whether you're a doctor or a lawyer that doesn't have half the money we have. This is the way life is. If Ollie wants to slap Road Warrior Hawk, he'll do it. If Tully wants to spit on Road Warrior Animal, he'll do it. If Iron wants to take Dusty Road, do all that, he'll do it. And Nikita, if I want you, all three of them, to hold you, I'm going to slap you, I'm going to spit on you, I'm going to kick you, and I'm going to go. This is WrestleCast Radio with your hosts, Ryan Cook. He's walking up the ramp with with Sami Zayn and it's saying, now qualified for money in the bank. And they're advertising that. They cut to a small graphic showing Sami Zayn on one side, the other side, and the center of it says, Sami Zayn tells all with Bobby Lashley's sister. And Alex Mello. Robo Takahashi versus everybody. I, I thought I was going to have to give him a eulogy after the, the intense main event on night two of Battle of the Super Juniors. But boy, howdy, uh, did that match live up uh, not only to my expectations, but I'm hoping yours as well. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, welcome. Late night on a Wednesday this time, WrestleCast, episode 88. We're in the Eric Lindros. Wait, this isn't the pop culturist? Oh, no, sorry. Oh, too sorry. soon. <laughs> Maybe in a galaxy far, far and away. <laughs> See that, like that little reference? Oh, oh boom. <laughs> we are coming at you the eve of StarCast All-In Weekend, which we'll be uh, trekking out to Chicago tomorrow. It's here. It's here. It's finally here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm excited, man. We've been, you know, we've been talking about this and kind of prepping for it and trying to figure out what we want to do as a show. And we've been telling everyone, hey, you know, this July we got mid-year <laughs> awards coming out. 
Then we're like, well, I think it even started in June. It's been prospered into July. And it was, I was supposed like, well, to be. Let's do September. <laughs> yeah, we kept it going. Like, well, you know, we'll, we'll get it into August. Then I mean, we're technically, like, it would still be August on Friday. True, so. but unfortunately, the G1 happened though. That's true. And then there went half of our lives, and then now it's like, hey, we'll we'll kind of talk about it on Friday, and then we'll <laughs> give our big five awards away Sunday on Definitely. the uh, podcast movement station. Or uh, brought to you by statue. Westwood One yeah. podcast, by the way, which again, all all parts of Star. Cast weekend, uh, you know, of course, with All In being Saturday, September 1st. Yeah, there's a wrestling show, right? I'm excited. Like, I brought it up to you. Yeah. It's like, we have all of the StarCast <laughs> awesome stuff happening, all the events. Of course, we'll be uh, live Friday uh, throughout the day on Podcast Row, brought to you, of course, by Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, but, I, yeah, there's a wrestling show. Like, I'm excited. Like, there's a battle royal with a mysterious opponent. Is Neville going to show up? I don't know. I don't know. Is this is Flip gonna get in there? The hot rumor and innuendo the last couple of if, days. That's if for sure. Flip, see, that would be awesome. Yeah. If we see a conquistador come out, <laughs> I'm throwing. I'm that's Flip then. Oh, <laughs> R.I.P. Like, be Brian Blair. Unfortunately, won't be him. But dang, Iron Sheik. No, Ooh, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Brian Blair. Well, you know, maybe he comes on his Matt Classic, but the oh the, man, like the not like barrel chested puro <laughs> worker, but the. The uh, high-flying, ripped underneath the worker as the Matt <laughs> the Classic. Chicago will not be mad at that. Sure. <laughs> no, it's going to be love fun. Them some Matt Classic. It's going to be a good weekend. I'm excited. We're going to talk about All In. We're going to talk about just the festivities at StarCast a little bit later in the show here. Also, we're going to kind of just, just hodgepodge the mid-years here. Not really give things away, but I just want to kind of you know bring up what categories that we'll be doing on Friday and then obviously on Sunday. But also just kind of some shots of... You know, who are some people that may have a chance to win yep. one of these categories? And I still got to get my top five lined up. I mean, my gosh, my match hard. of the year is like 30 <laughs> matches. I think deep. I did uh, a count of 19. So I don't know how I'm going to whittle this down, but uh, definitely it's going to be fun. Uh, it's And, and it, it's it's the simple fact that this world of wrestling this year has been Ooh. so good. I mean, I think I have 14 or so on my wrestler of the year for it's males. The Renaissance. And there's maybe one from WWE. Oh. Man. Like, that's how good everything else is. Now, does that count NXT, though? Because, I mean, I, I would say there's been a few NXT matches along the way. That, that definitely will be in in the conversation, hopefully. But that's what, again, we'll be talking about a little tonight, but, of course, more on Friday. Um, obviously, Alex wants to bring up SummerSlam a little bit, as we did not get to finish last <laughs> week. We hit the third hour, and Blog Talk said... No more. You you went over way too long. So lots of talk about reformations, new groups, old groups. It's a lot of good stuff to to kind of chat about. Uh, um, also uh, the PWI yes. was released as well, Ryan, which I no idea. So we're gonna be playing some uh, old some, an old game. Strikes. Yeah, definitely playing three, three strikes. strikes. We're gonna see if Alice can nail the top ten for it. But we're gonna take a break when we come back. Oh. Uh, Tony Schiavone should be joining us here, and we're gonna we're gonna just pick his brain on the some old WCW, talking about him doing the Starcast, what happened when, some MLW, and we gotta ask him about the Atlanta Braves because they finally tanked enough like the Astros to start winning. Yes. By the way, before we go to break, just so you know, Westwood One will not be having Jim Gray interview Tom Brady like every Sunday night <laughs> at the thing. Uh, thank you. I'm excited for that. We'll be right back. WrestleCast. <laughs> Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season? Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions offer a fantastic deer stand that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. 
The best part, though, is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made-in-the-USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit FMLSolutionsInc.com to learn more about this innovative beer stand. Hey yo, it's Sports Cast Radio. You need to record a new greeting and record after the tone. Hit any key when you're done. Ryan Cook and Jordan Jiskra give you the best in sports of the week with real MVPs, spit takes, big news, and obviously those rumors. Strong Style Media is available on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, BlogTalkRadio.com. That means anywhere. You a fan of hot takes that make you say this? Join me, Ryan Cook, and my co-host Alex Mello every Monday night right here on Strong Style Media. We'll give you the goods from New Japan Pro Wrestling, WWE, Impact, Ring of Honor, Stardom, All Japan, Lucha Underground, and many, many more. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Tuning, Player FM, and now on iHeartRadio. As always, blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media as well. And you know, you get us on social media. Hit us up. We got to get back to the ring. It's time for the man. You have the lowest fantasy football winnings I've ever seen. You have earnings dysfunction. I recommend DraftKings. And if you draft the perfect lineup in the free opening weekend contest, the prize is $1 billion. You said a billion dollars? Billion. With a B. This is, this is, this is money. I, I know what that is. Play DraftKings free $100,000 contest week one. And if you draft the perfect lineup, you can win $1 billion. Over there, Russell Castrated. This is a talking part. We're back inside. <laughs> We're having a conversation here. Uh, just fell time to the break. No, so so they're they're doing a, a promo where he's got like um I don't know like a railroad track. PCO does. So we're talking about PCO Walter uh, in October. PCO Walter two from the oh. rematch from spring break is going to be Iowa, just uh, south of the border from us out in Minnesota. Is that going to be on our, our top five list? Find out. <laughs> Probably will be. It will definitely be an honorable mention. That's for sure. So we're we're like okay, well we got to go. We got to go see uh, Walter versus PCO. So anyway, uh, scene scene here we go. <laughs> and uh, so PCO is like curling a railroad spike and he can't lift it up and he's like ah he sets it down and he walks away and he's all mad <laughs> so dr destro starts throwing darts at a dartboard he completely misses the dartboard does he really and they keep sticking the wall he's like too small and he's like go lift again and he's like ah, and he can't lift the railroad spike or the railroad track so he zaps the, the battery together and he zaps walter or uh, pco's arms and PCO starts curling the railroad track. 
So he's, ah, and he's curling. I'm really doing curls, by the way, with my arms. Yes, yes. And he's, ah, and he's curling. He's like, better, target. And he starts <laughs> throwing the darts into PCO's chest. I love it. He's Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> like, it's such he's an got, old like, added. five darts across his, like, right peck. And he's just curling the, the hell out of this thing. And that's why I'm saying, like, just listening to what happened when uh, last week's show, um, I, I just had the craziest image in my head, especially appearing at StarCast this week. It will be PCO, but also the genetic freak Big Papa Pump himself. And I, I was like, you know, the just Frankenstein's a monster versus the genetic freak just to have a showdown. They should just have a special weigh in with those two guys, <laughs> like a stare down. The place would pop. I would pop. I think it's something And hell. If you got Tony Schiavone making a call on that, how balling. Would that be? <laughs> I still think, you know, now that we're talking about this, I still think if you want to put somebody in there into the, um, the, the over the budget, Battle Royal, mm-hmm. and you're not going to put Flip or Neville, because I believe there's 13 confirmed. There's two two open spots. Those are my two picks still, uh, just because of the fact, you know, I think adding Neville, you can sell more pay-per-views. Really? I, I think so? I think you would I think you would draw just for the fact the of, controversy. Not only that, but your casual fan might go, "Oh, hey, that dude was the Cruiserweight Champion." Yeah. Oh, he was on Raw. You know, so you're getting that casual. Because you got to look at WWE. I don't know. From those viewerships, I don't know if people would recognize him <laughs> as the Cruiserweight Champion. But Let's I mean, be real. You look at WGN, you know, the second yeah. biggest network going into home. So, I mean, yep. they're they're ahead of everybody. But that's a, that's an option. But if you're not going to do one of those, put PCO in the Battle Royal. The place would go bonkers. Pop like, how, how crazy would that be? Um, and, and especially with the rumor thing, uh, we're, we're head back to Neville. Cause again, like the internet went to blaze just, you know, it was like, Oh, is he all in hashtag all in for Neville? Apparently again, he did meet with the WWE recently. Um, and essentially it could be possibly working with, uh, the UK division there, but also <laughs> rumor has it, he could be open to work anywhere. I mean, That'd be cool. again, why not? Because if he shows up on WWE TV after being at the hottest show of the year mm-hmm. at, at All In, they get a rub from that, don't they? I would think so. Because this, I mean, this is huge. You know, it's, I think 1993 was the last time anybody not WWE slash WWF or WCW mm-hmm. sold 10,000 plus seats in America. I mean, I think it's, yeah. it's been 25 years. I believe that that number is, is very accurate. So... You know, it's a lot of people are going to be on there, and a lot of people are going to see him and go, "Holy crap, I've I've missed Neville, and, and yes. they forgot what he can give to you." So well, exactly because he's been stripped down probably mm-hmm. of what he was when he was Pac. Yeah. So I mean, that take away that hindrance, you put him on WGN, you get the massive pop, and then you just get the moves in the ring. Hell, he doesn't have to win it, but again, that would surge ratings and also incur more pay-per-view buys on Fight TV or, you know, possible ROH Honor Club members, you know, so there's so many facets where if they do get a star like him, but the audience that's going to be there, let's be real, Ryan, that's the market that they want to add. That's that big pop. If you're not going to get Punk, you're not going to get Daniel Bryan, what's the next best free agent out there? And, and you know, the one thing, too, is – why not have him pull out the victory? Yeah. You know, and and, and challenge the lethal. Yeah, the and, and give My the God. exposure to the crowd. 
uh, you know, because cause that's the one thing is people are going to want to see him again. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's 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 fun what he's going to be doing, but the fact of what you could see him do in a ring <laughs> would draw it out not in a battle royal. Now, you know, we talk about Pac, we talk Neville, however you want to talk about him. I had Just said, don't call him Mighty Mouse, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I had originally said, um, and I think I probably said this to Demetrius, um, months and months ago when he first left, I said, I bet he's going back to Dragon Gate. I bet he's going to go back to Dragon, Bay, Dragon Gate. Maybe they'll get him for the um, the big Kobe show. Um, you know, the, just one of those those big big uh, summer shows. Yep. Never happened. Now that Shima has, has gone out to Shanghai, does the Oriental Wrestling uh, Federation. He's by the way, check it out. Watch some of the highlights. If people haven't seen this, Shima went out to, and, and started a company. He let he got into a big dispute with Dragon Gate. Left, went really? out to China to prove that he can do whatever. You know, he's going to make it big everywhere. Wow. He brought a couple guys with him. I can't remember. I can't remember if Kadoko was one of the guys, but it, it, don't quote me at all on the guys that went with him. Oh, oh we're quoting. <laughs> you know, we'll figure out the guys that went with him. But he went and got a bunch of these Shaolin monk young students yep. and turned them into wrestlers. And some of the stuff that these guys are doing just blow my mind. <laughs> That's where Neville should Another go. Another federation I have to learn, Ryan. I'm Another. Sorry. I'm sorry. At least there's like five within that region, which seems to be like more than what's happening in the continental United States. But uh, a lot more, you know, more exposure to the American, you know, kind of non-universe type of scene, which is is very exciting. Which, you know, of course, with All In, uh, kind of a, a nice hodgepodge smorgasbord, if you will, <laughs> of all this talent that's out there uh, from yesterday and today. So it sounds like uh, it might have been, I was trying to look about those things. It looks like a T-Hawk and it might have been L. Lindemann that went with him to uh, Shanghai. I haven't been able to to see a lot of this. Um in talks are a lot of it was was Shima uh, was getting into it with Geora uh, straight up. They didn't pay a bunch of the Dragon Gate money that was old, and this this company in China is paying him buku bucks to come be their trainer. So that's where he started going and doing all this random random stuff right out the bat here, which is part of the reason too. Like we saw as an example, uh, All Japan's uh, Champions Carnival, ah. we saw night one in the, in the block A, Kento Miyahara's facing Shingo Takagi. Okay. Dragon Gate's like, holy crap, we better not piss, you know, a guy like Shingo off. You know, Shingo's working Bola this week. That's weekend. right. That's I think right. it's this weekend. So Dragon Gate's figuring out maybe we shouldn't have done some of the stuff that we did because we <laughs> lost Shima. And I'll tell you what, for everybody who goes, ah, Shima's just kind of Shima and he's not, he's not what he used to be, look at the numbers. The yeah. houses have, draw, have, have not drawn as well. Shima's a big deal still, you know? And and it has that veteran, you know, kind of aspect to it as well, which, you know, just the adage and the knowledge. And like you said, he's already just bringing up something. Plus, who can not forget his lovely homage to Edge and Christian? <laughs> and, you know, they should be grateful guys like Ben K or B.R. Shimizu didn't jump, too. And, yeah. and maybe it wasn't T-Hawk. It might have been UT, but it was one of those. Maybe it was T-Hawk. Um, I know you're looking it up, so maybe you'll see it. But, um you know, Dragon Gate still is their core. They still—I don't know how we got on Dragon Gate here. Oh, because <laughs> the Neville thing. You know, they still got Doi, Yoshino, uh, Ryo Saito, Genki, guys like that. BB Hulk is he still wrestling? BB Hulk's still there. Remember that guy? Uh, Masaki Mochizuki's still over there. He was like my Tanahashi before I knew who Tanahashi yeah, was. Because we watched him at that DGUSA yep. show yep. against Akira Tozawa. Yep. Ironically, in the opener, and uh, Mike Quackenbush. 
Quackenbush was was in Shout it. Shout out CZW. But my thing with with BB Hulk, I remember like reading about him, especially before we went to the show, and I thought it was a parody, of course, of Hulk Hogan. So I was confused when I saw this like really <laughs> like Kota Ibushi looking dude, and <laughs> I was like, what's going on? His this music guy is just a crazy tight. talent in the ring. Wow. Hear that wacky techno? Oh, no, that's Kento Miyahara. Who, who wins between B.B. Hulk I and uh, Daredevil Derek Fury? Oh, B.B. Hulk. What? Yeah. What's the finish? Um, he's uh, Fury goes for the frog splash. B.B. Uh, Hulk gets out of the way. Uh, he goes for a lariat. Fury ducks. He goes for the devil trigger. Counter spins him off and hits him with like a wicked roundhouse to the head. Nice. And then nice. like a knee to the side of the head and he gets the victory. And then the girls come back in the ring and he starts dancing. <laughs> start dancing again. Does Fury dance along? Yeah, he he gets picked up and they shake hands and the two faces together nice. celebrating, you know, having a gila around. <laughs> oh, Cole Cabana's there. We know that for sure. Shout out to Derek Fury. He wrestled Cole Cabana, by the way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Back in two thousand like six. Shout out to uh, WrestleCast Radio contributor Dave Ritter as well, who will be appearing at All In. Is he going to be at All In? Yeah, he'll be, he'll be at All In. We'll I'm, be I'm excited. They're having a reunion. There is a ton, a ton of good stuff. I want to, I want to go over this real quick, just, just for the sake of, because they've been shouting everyone out here. Um, yeah, definitely. Podcast uh, Row. Podcast Row. Heels and Quads Wrestling. WrestleView.com is going to be there. The Court of Nerds. All Things Wrestling. Uh, sports Guys Talking Wrestling. Divas Drop Kicks and Dives. Super Kicking It with Kelsey. Banned from Ringside. View from the Top Rope. Hitting the Marks. Uh, Kings of the Ring Audio. That one kind of intrigues me. It's a, it's a wrestling yes. audio. Might have to check that on the drive. Uh, Predetermined's going to be there. Two Face Wrestling. The Rant with Ant. Um, Mags was right all along. I'm confused about that. I think, oh, he's on view from the top rope. I'm sorry. I'm just going on this list from this group we're in. Rock and Wrestling. Uh, New Age Insiders are going to be there. Uh, pinned a pro re- or wrestling podcast, Kings of Pro Wrestling Pod. They do New Japan stuff, so I'm kind of kind of digging all that too. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff. The best there ever was. There's some, there's some fun stuff for everybody. You're getting people who cover all sorts of things. Every aspect. I, oh. I can't wait to see how many people are going to talk about WWE. I can't wait to see how many people I can ask. What did you think of the uh, the Kano versus Takashi uh, Segura? Title change and Noah, like you're gonna I be mean, in the right area, man. You know I have a diverse mind. Do you wrestling. think there's gonna be a lot of WWE talk, WWF talk during this weekend? Isn't it kind of like a, is it a, a no no, just kind of like hush hush type of a topic? I, it's hard because you can't tell me out of all these shows that are gonna be at Podcast Row mm-hmm. that they don't cover WWE. And if if you're sitting, and, I, and this isn't That's, me calling anyone out, yeah, yeah. and you know, anyone, anyone's bored and you know wants to bring up any of the stuff, you know, any fun non non huge, we'll say non mainstream companies that you cover, and and you're going to be covering about, and you want people to know about, hit us up one three four seven eight five seven ten sixty. We're on for a couple more hours. One three four seven eight five seven ten sixty. Buzz us in, let you know your show. And, you know, what you guys special and talk about so we can get that out there for people. It's going to mm-hmm. be awesome. Um, you know, and maybe we're the only ones that talk Dragon Gate and Pro Wrestling No One, All Japan. And, you know, if it were time tonight, I'd say let's talk Triple Mania. Oh, man. You know, Did you watch any of the Triple Mania? I, I've, I've glimmered into bits and pieces. Um, there was a what crazy... Steven Seagal movie? Heck, yeah. A, a hard target <laughs> or something. Not Glimmer, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They they had a, a wild wild hardcore match on okay. there. 
Um, Hoovy was on the show, ironically, after we both heard about Hoovy. Yeah, Juice was there. Awesome main event. It was uh, Psycho Clown, El Hijo del Fantasma, uh, Pentagon Jr., and why am I blanking on the fourth guy in this match? I can't. Ah, uh, this is going to piss me off. Wouldn't it be sorry. awesome if Okada was in that match? <laughs> was he on the show you watch or was he on no, the No, he was on the before? CMLO uh, Viernes okay. weekly show. He was just on their weekly, huh? Yeah. They didn't bring him in for trip. Wow, that's insane. Oh, L.A. Park was the fourth okay. guy. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, CM- well, CMLL has a relationship with New Japan. Okay, that makes sense. And I think AAA. Oh, well, yeah, duh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, AAA um, has the thing with Jarrett. Okay. And then you have Conan's promotion, uh, the Crash, Crash Wrestling, that is tied with the... More promotions, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to do this to you. Crash is the one tied with Impact. Okay. So there's no way in hell Kata's going near Impact. No. After what no. they did to him. You're going to be the Green Hornet limo driver. I mean, that's obviously worse than the T-Rex, right? But the T-Rex is almost up there. No, the T-Rex is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Really? Would he? Because who's he going to call was in the suit? Who do you think was in the suit? No, it was like a, it was like a remote control <laughs> T-Rex. Seriously, the thing was like... It was at the new beginning, right after he beat... Um, after he beat, I think it was when he beat Tanahashi okay. at 10. Oh, so he was just feeling himself. Then. Yeah, this was this okay. is like 2016. And he, uh, it's new beginning in oh, February. Okada, nice. I don't remember who he defended against, but he came out with a broadsword like Marquinius yeah. Mingo in the NFL would come out with. And he's, he was just out there, and this, this T-Rex is moving robotically as all hell. I don't remember who he worked that show. I've always just seen that either in gift form or uh, or just out of context. So I've never knew I, why that happened. I so I thought it was a TNA thing for like the longest time. No, no. I was like, oh, he break, broke out of Okado and just, you know, turned into I think it was the new beginning in 2016. Yeah, the new beginning in Osaka, I told you. Oh, man. Yeah, it's uh, in 2017. Okada enters with a giant sword and a freaking dinosaur. That was just last year? I wow. thought it, No, it was 2014. Okay. 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 I was <laughs> like, no, this has got to be old. Yeah, it was after eight. That's what I thought okay. when, he, when he retained against Naito. When Naito was doing the Stardust Genius. Naito. Which, shout out to last year's Wrestle Kingdom when he finally has Okada beat yep. at the Dome. And he goes back to being the Stardust Genius. And he points. And he says, I'm going to prove you all wrong. I'm going to win with the Stardust Press. And then, nah, bitch, you're going to get hit with a spinning tombstone. <laughs> and by the way, though, when he went for that second Destino, and he got up there, and he knew he was about to get put in the tombstone, his legs were selling the hell out. I've never seen, I don't know how he didn't tip over Okada. Dado. So dope, so dope. We're just wild all over the board here on the Hey, ramp. that's fine. That's, that's when we're, we're rocking and rolling, man. <laughs> We are all in for this weekend. That is for sure. StarCast brought to you by, like everybody, but most importantly, Podcast Row brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. I got a read that we'll get into that says chafing dishes at the yeah, end of the read. Yeah. I don't know why it says chafing dishes. We're going to get that read probably. Maybe that's something probably we can ask Comrade Thompson. When we get. But <laughs> by the way, like like I told you like months ago when we like secured all this, when we were on Podcast Row and whatnot, I was just like, yes, the wrestlers of my, my yesteryear and of today you know, that's so awesome. But, like, the two people I was, like, most, like, giddy and nervous about is Conrad Thompson and Tony Schiavone. Just Which because of it, it's so weird. Yeah. But, like, for them, they, they've just done so much. But that show, What Happened uh, When, is just, 
brought me back to a time where I was just like, yeah, I, I was a flipper, but I was always your pro WWF, your your garbage men, your clown type of gimmicks, your mantars, if you will. Um, so, you know, kind of flipping back during the Attitude Era of the Monday Night Wars, uh, you know, I, I was still a WWF mark. But like growing up and watching more WCW stuff, especially with the network, Shivani, just my God. You were the guy who, instead of watching Ric Flair put his career on the line against Big Band Vader at Starcade 94, I think Is it that was. where he bled the merciful, merciful that, that was the one where he took four superplexes, one from oh, each corner, geez. and he's going, oh, God, and he's punching the canvas. He's, he's wearing his yellow <laughs> trunks. Instead of that, you were watching T.L. Hopper versus the Goon. Sadly, you're correct, son of a bitch. But the reason why I was watching that, too, is because I was watching Razor Ramon. I was watching Shawn Michaels. Minus five stars! Watching it because to get to those guys. But I agree. The one exposure I had to WCW, like pre Nitro, was somehow our cable, our pay per view provider leaked us or gave us a. They were in a cage Did match. You have one of them, it was like, Vader, Ric Flair. Boxes? Those cheater no, boxes? No, no. No cheater box at all. It just popped up. Same thing. I was able to see TLC one that way, too. Just me and my friends were doing homework, and all of a sudden I was flipping through the channels like, is this SummerSlam? But, anyways, back to that. <laughs> I was just like Flair Vader, and Flair was just per- like pink hair. I remember that lasting image and him just going wild, holding the big gold belt, thinking, I was like, who are these guys? What's <laughs> happening? And why is the dude from Boy Meets World on this? And he just murdered this old dude with the most beautiful, luscious white hair. All I'll say is, once again, that's the reason that the 92 Rumble is considered the greatest ever. And I rewatched it a few months ago, and you're not wrong. The Maybe maybe the 2001. Was That, that was the, a damn good Rumble. Was that... The, 2001 was... Uh, Went to an Austin one, or... The that was the Austin one. Okay. That was an Austin one, yeah. Um, yeah, because that was 17. 17. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Because Kane threw out like 19 people. <laughs> the uh, the thing about the 92 one that gets me so much is Ric Flair walks to the ring at 3. DiBiase walks by him. Mm-hmm. Flair is marching to the ring, and he is He's so just... pissed. And this guy went in there and said, all right, you guys are going to put me in your specialty match that no one else does. I'm going to show you that I'm the greatest wrestler alive. And he made every single person who touched him in that match yeah. tremendous. He was selling for everybody. Your he was taking everybody. Teal Hoppers. Terry Balea. Terry Balea. I almost said Teal Balea. Hector Guerrero's. Gookers. Gobbly Gookers. And. On top of it, the magic of Bobby Heenan selling yeah. it with them. Yeah. It's not fair to Flair. That's not fair. Oh, God, I can't watch. I can't. He's freaking out. Um, that reminds me of, uh, by the way, because you said Terry Bollea. Now I'm going to go off on another tangent. And this, is how, this is what happens when, when we don't have our guests and we just fill time. Um, Hulk Hogan. Oh, where, where are you going with that one, man? I, I got a whole bag dentures for you. Well, not done. Who's trying to now, dickhead? Uh, Hulk Hogan was not, he was the biggest heel. He was. In wrestling. It was, it was Jack like. Jack Ricks to the eye gouges to the choking he, of women. He, <laughs> he, he had atomic drop, Sister yep. Sherry. He, he pulled, Why? I he don't pulled know. Sid out of the, out of the rumble when he was going to win the world title. <laughs> I think he, I mean, this dude is the biggest heel. And this is kind of a, a way that I can kind of segue for SummerSlam later is maybe that's what they're doing with 
Becky now because they realize they're idiots and they booked themselves into a corner by mm-hmm. her being a heel. That maybe we should just have her like Austin and Hogan. I I agree with that. I mean, th- this is definitely a great character change, a, a different motivation for her. I'm all excited for it, but yeah, they definitely put themselves in a corner. Uh, and, and as we know, you never you don't put Becky in a corner. <laughs> Nobody puts Becky in a corner. Right. Damn it! <laughs> let's uh, let's not away the undertones of that movie. Watch Dirty Dancing today. I don't know if you've seen it since you've been an adult. Heavy no. themes like that movie's all yeah. Is, is it is it like PG? Yeah, but there's like it's all like Grease. I think is one of the most like horrible films for children <laughs> to watch. Yeah, they're singing and dancing, but it's like definitely undertones into that. We're like, huh, a guy should not approach a woman that way, or you know, under you know the the you know they're doing the magic so mic. Yeah, like just a lot of randomness and <laughs> definitely that that movie belongs in that list of. Like, what were we thinking as kids? Like, why did our parents let us watch movies? Like, oh, yeah, she's going to go to the clinic to make sure to get that thing done <laughs> with that accident she had. You're like, what? Hey, she had I, an accident. Thanks, Mom. She spilled uh, She spilled spaghetti. Oh, someone spilled. But anyway. <laughs> oh, man, she's a shooter. <laughs> uh, real quick before we, uh, we go to break, um, let's just do this now because I want to come back and talk about All In, and then we'll um, – you know, we'll fill whatever time we have left with some uh, some random, uh, what am I trying to say, uh, match of the year type, uh, mid-year awards, like the the banter, and then we'll, we'll finish our SummerSlam talk because we've had people asking. Maybe Shivani will show up. Yeah. That's fine. He's, yeah. he's busy. I get it. Yeah, totally. And, it, you know, it's not, not a big deal. Um, but, but we've had people asking, you know, hey, can we podcast the rest of your SummerSlam talk? No, the answer is no because there wasn't anymore. I fell asleep. And uh, Demetrius saved the day, and Blog Talk kicked us off the air. And they said, no, three hours is enough. You guys are allowed to Oh, but we'll have a continuation. (laughs) Don't worry. Like, legit. So before we go to that, Alex. Yes. So funny thing you played that. I, that was one of the CDs I found on this road trip. Welcome to our world. And I've been in love with that album forever. I've always said that's a five mic album. Yes, there are some corny R&B stuff, but Timbaland and Magoo definitely underrated as an MC. Um, but that album, heck yeah, five stars. And you know what it's I love so about great. it is like half of it is just remixes to the song. Yeah, exactly. And the remixes sometimes aren't better than the original. <laughs> like the clock strike, that version, way better than the remix yeah. that we all got on MTV. <laughs> so let's let's get into this. Three strikes. This is a sportscast radio game that we play. Yes. You get three strikes and you're out, essentially. I have this year's PWI Top 500 Top 10 list. This came out about mm, noon today. Okay. I was on a conference call and stopped paying attention because I saw this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, job shoot job is paying me though to be out of town for this, so thank you. Sweet. So it's mine. <laughs> We're getting dope time. But I want you to try to name me the top ten wrestlers of the year. Now, obviously, the PWA 500 is a little little inter- little different, you could say, because it consists of starting from uh, July 1st all the way to June 31st. So July 1st okay. of 2017 till June 31st of 2018 is the are women criteria. on this list. Um, I don't, not in the top not 10. Not in the top 10. No, okay. the, the, don't they have a separate, yeah, they do like a top women's? 50 or something. No, uh, way to drop the ball. There. Gosh. <laughs> they just PWI. flashed the zero. 
Um, to be fair, um, it's not fully out yet in print, but you can get it digitally. I may buy the entire digital, so tomorrow on the car ride, we can look at the actual 500. That'd be tight, yeah. But the top 10 in the PWI this year, Alex. Uh, I'm going to go Kenny Omega. Number one. Wow, okay. That surprised me. Uh, the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada. Number three. Okay. Uh, the leader of Los Ingobernables, Tetsuya Naito. Number nine. Uh, I want to say Daddy, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to say AJ Styles. Number two. Um, just because they're going to do it, and let's be real, it wasn't that bad of a year, uh, but it's it seems like a list you'd be on. The big dog, Roman Number Reigns. Seven. So how many do I have right now? Five? You have one, two, three, seven, and nine. Okay, so I got so five. You need four, five, six, eight, and ten. So Mr. JL's not going to be on it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he, he will won't be terrific at all. Yes, in. that's right. Um, let's see. God, I just want to shake his hand and say thank you. Um, he used to be at metal shows all the time. In really? Yeah. <laughs> he he'd awesome. always run into Brian Klecker, and Brian's like, Jerry. He's like, what up, man? Let's get beers. Drinking beers at metal shows. You remember, I, I know uh, members of podcast who have been doing interviews the last couple of nights, and uh, someone interviewed DDP. And all I kept thinking was like, we got the real DDP interview years ago <laughs> at 3 a.m. Hey, brother, what's going on? If you don't stop calling me. <laughs> oh, this man. guy was legitimately calling Diamond Dallas Page at like 3 in the morning on like Halloween Eve. Yeah, it was awesome. And then when DDP wouldn't talk, he called Midian, and Midian was like <laughs> wasting yeah, talk to him for like a half an hour. Oh, I'm just cooking. That's tight, brother. <laughs> what was he cooking? We'll find out later. Um, so we got five more. Uh, just because I'm going to pull one out of uh, the Ryan Cook wheelhouse, Johnny Gargano. Unfortunately, no. Okay. That, okay. That, I didn't. I don't agree with that. Um, There's a few that I don't agree, but I understand. But I don't agree with that are on here. Ooh, from that time to that time, I, honestly, who hasn't had a better year from that front? I would say, Mr. Burn It Down, Seth Rollins. Yep, number five. Okay. Um, so you need four, so you need six, four eight, and ten. Do, 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 do. I am going to have to say, drum roll, please. Gosh, that's hard. Um, Four, six, eight, and ten. Before we start the timer on you. I'm going to say Tanahashi. Nope. Nope. Strike number two. Oh, man. One more. It's got to be a Dragon Gate guy. <laughs> it's definitely. It's got to be a CML guy. Mochizuki and his giant title run at 48 years old or whatever. What's that? I was saying it's got to be Masaki Mochizuki. <laughs> And it's amazing. By the way, I'm going to say this right now. Mochizuki might be one of the 25 greatest wrestlers of all time. Wow. That dude that's like 48 or whatever, beats Yamato for the title. And he's putting on four to four and a half star matches every show. And he's working anybody you can think of. Interesting. I think they even threw him in a multi-match. PCO, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, <laughs> is there a tag team? Can I ask no, one question? No, it's, okay. it's all singles. Um, okay, we got a countdown coming. Uh, I am gonna have to say Five, four, three. Cody, the American number Nightmare. eight. Okay, Cody is number eight. Respect four, six, and ten. Four, six, and ten. Not Marty Jannetty because he's in adult <laughs> films or something. Hey, along you are Joey Jones. Spring Breaker. Spring Break oh, was. Right. Um, then they did the wrestler. Have you ever seen a one trick pony? <laughs> 
just for giggles, uh, just because I was highly impressed, uh, but I don't know if he's wrestled enough. Matt Riddle? No, he's no. not, but that's a good guess. Um, number 10, The Miz. Oh, kudos. Okay. Number 9, Tetsuya Naito. I thought I said him. Yeah. Oh, yo, gotcha. Number eight, go Cody. Roll call. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Number 7, Roman Reigns. Number 6, Braun Strowman. Oh, okay. Number 5, Seth Rollins. Number 4, Brock Lesnar. What? He had, he had like five he had the matches. Belt for a year. That's stupid. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with it. Number three, Kazuchika Okada. Number two, AJ Styles. Number one, Kenny Omega. Let me just say this before we go to break. I have no beef with Kenny Omega, number one. He is a tremendous worker. We know he's one of the best going. Yeah. But this is still sort of a shoot magazine, or a kayfabe magazine. So that's why I think Lesnar's four is still kayfabe. Mm -hmm. How is Kazuchika Okada not number one when he was champion for the entire time minus two... Three weeks. Mm-hmm. Now, if they want to put the, the impressive feat of Omega beating Naito at Dominion uh, June, June 9th or whatever it was, June 10th, then I, if that's the reasoning where he's that much, that, that that's what puts him that over Okada. That he beat the man, so yeah. he takes the spot. But I don't think they're that bright no. to think that. No. <laughs> well, Peter, I mean, it, it is a K-Fay publication. Yeah, so but, I mean, is it just that. because, I mean, we're... Not political or anything, but just because he's a white dude. No, because Okada was Japanese the first. Guy? Okada won it last year, the first okay. uh, Piero guy, there. first Japanese, first non-American, you could say to ever win it. But like you said, he had that title mm-hmm. the same amount of time as Lesnar, give or take a month and a half. No, that he Lesnar had that lost for the like title. seven hundred days. But that's but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like they, he had that the same time. Granted, he's a spot over Lesnar, but yeah, that's a head scratcher. Yeah. I, I agree with Styles at two. There's no denying so, that. But the other thing I gotta say then is if if you're putting Omega one, then you can't. Have, I don't think you can have Styles over Okada. Yeah, quality of matches Okada. I mean, like like you said, his average over the last year alone is probably what four Look at and a all quarter. The title defenses at least. Yeah. You know, obviously G one. You can kind of you can say what you want about it because it was him with a new gimmick, but that was also out of this calendar year. When you look at the length of of July to this, yeah. You had the the Kenny. No, to be fair, Kenny did beat him twice in this calendar year mm-hmm. of the show. True. So that is one thing. But you also got to look at he beats Night at Wrestle Kingdom. He beats Zack Saber. He beats Sonata. He beats Evil. He beats you know he, he's just he's beating everyone that that's on his list. Suzuki. Uh he beats Tanahashi in one of my fair matches of the year at Dontaku. Yeah. But I mean I get it. But I just I think you got to have Okada over Styles then. The only other thing I can think of is the reformation of the Golden Lovers. Did that have something to do with it, too? And if you want to look that at the global good impact story? of how yeah. big Kenny Omega became, then yeah. yes. Then then you're taking it out of just kayfabe. Now, if you want to go kayfabe slash shoot with the way you do it, mm-hmm. I, then great. I'm, I'm okay with it. Kenny Omega's doing the, the thing in Orlando for the video game convention. Yeah. He's cross-promoting with the New Day in the WWE. The headline shows him holding the title, doing the gun pose on the cover. Okay. And it says, Kenny Omega, the number one wrestler in the world. Is are the WWE going to steal them from us, or something like that? You know, and it's and it's, but and this is the first time. Um, there, this is only the second time in the history of it that that two or that uh the number one wrestler in consecutive years did not go to WWE guy, and I'm assuming it was wow. back in the '80s with Flair. Is the only reason that they didn't. But now you look at you look at New Japan two years running has the best wrestler in the world. 
Hmm. With Omega and Five the best last video year. game that I just saw. Yeah. By the way, we were smashing at Fire Pro. If anyone's fi- everyone, anyone that's uh, going to be in Schaumburg, we're bringing Fire Pro. We'll with be us. at the Sheridan. <laughs> <laughs> Having some good old time. But yeah, I mean, it's it's. I'm fine with it, but. I just, I feel like it just seems like you're going to sell more magazines with Kenny Omega on the cover than Okada. And I think that where, just seems like that's the only where the reason shoot they do comes it. Yeah. Too, I so I can take that. The two uh, things that I don't agree with, or I, I should say a couple things I don't agree with. If you look at that that calendar year, yep. I don't put the Miz on there. I think Will Ospreay needs to be on there. Ospreay, yeah, a few, uh, what two time IWGP yeah, Junior Heavyweight Champion that tournament. And I also think... I mean, Zack Sabre Jr. could easily mm-hmm. throw on that list. The best yep. beginning of this year from February all the way till now, essentially how, through the G1. How do you not have Hiromu Takahashi on there? I know he got a little... They, they kind of killed him off a little bit at the beginning, but he got re- resurrected back at Wrestle Kingdom, which is half of the year. True. Now, I get it if you want to play that aspect, but I don't... I remember more things Hiromu did than The Miz did. Yeah, I would say everything leading before WrestleMania last year, the year leading up to that, yeah, The Miz definitely in the top ten because mm-hmm. that Cena feud was great on the mic. Then, of course, the match happened. But, <laughs> I mean, he kind of cooled off a little bit. Yeah, wasn't he off on hiatus filming stuff throughout? Yeah, and even before, year? like, going into the summer sale, and even before, I think he was in that Ziggler IC title. Or, no, yeah. he was in that never-ending Ambrose program. Oh, yeah. So, out of those three, who do you replace The Miz with? Out of uh, Hiromu, get well soon, uh, Zack Sabre Jr., and Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay. Ospreay? Yeah. Okay. Because he was doing it all over the world, too. True. And this guy wasn't just your basic, you know, indie darling. This dude's a badass dude. Do you also think with the exposure and the sales from the Hot Topic merchandise with Bullet Club and the Kenny Omega shirts, do you think that had an aspect, too? I think it could, and that's where I think you look at the kayfabe aspect of, yes, with the wrestling, but what he did for mainstream. Yeah. You know, he did with, the, he did with you know, they could, they could he he helped grow New yeah. Japan. I mean, it's He made people think, think outside of the universe, mm-hmm. like myself. But I do, I, I like that Cody snuck on there at eight. I yeah. thought that's great. Hell of an improvement. Hell of a hand from what would would watch him in Wrestle Kingdom Look at 10? Two, two, uh, I think it was, no, Wrestle Kingdom 11. 11. Yep, he wore 11. juice. Yep. And that's when we went from uh, CJ Parker to this guy's this guy has improved. Yeah, to Cody, to like, huh? To making fun of his theme, to thinking, wow, this is awesome. You know, yeah. like, once, once he went gold, man, once he went blonde, that's when, when we everything got changed. that match. Now, now in December... I was like, oh, yeah, this dude is not. Yeah. Uh, he, well, no, in December with him and Minoru Suzuki at Final Battle. Mm-hmm. And the match was like 10 minutes. I was like, man, this yeah. dude, cut it off. And then he worked Kotobushi at Wrestle That's Kingdom. Changed, they yeah. hit the crossroads off the apron. We popped and went, did we just pop for a Cody <laughs> match? And then it just, every, and, and to be fair, we've, we've been saying that this dude's doing it right. And we, yes. we've been, you know, we've loved what he's been doing with it. But the, the match quality for what he was getting into just wasn't there for me. He wasn't. He wasn't meeting the criteria I expected with who he was working. Mm-hmm. But then ever since the Ibushi thing, it all started going. And he's had, I mean, him and Omega was tremendous. So com- yeah, oh gosh, yeah. The table, <laughs> any spot in that match, <laughs> oh, I'm spitting everywhere. It's all excited. <laughs> um, just, yeah. Oh, God. So, Again, Cody, uh, and it definitely, I mean, what are we? what is it called? Most improved breakout star of 2018, should we call it? I mean, Cody was on last year's list. Definitely, as we'll talk more, you know, coming uh, into the next segment here, 
especially with the match that was just uh, called for all in, uh, turning into a Chicago street fight between one bad boy, Joey Janela, but the, but Hangman page. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, oh my gosh, he's definitely on my list for yeah. breakout stars. Let's so let's break. When we come back. We'll talk the all in card. Give us thoughts. You know, we can run some predictions. You know, do some whole fun with it. Um, we'll get into our awards a little bit, and then we'll save. Uh, we'll save the SummerSlam talk to what what we have left after that. Perfect. So that way we still have time for it. So we'll give it a segment. We'll be right back. Don't go away. This is WrestleCast Radio. Most people would consider this. Illegal. Illegal. What was mere vision suddenly became a reality. When you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate, baby, you get strong style media. My name is Ryan Cook. I'm the chairman of our company, and I'm here to tell you that each and every week, Sunday through Thursday night, we give you the best in radio. For boxing needs, standing eight count radio. For pro wrestling, we got WrestleCast. We got your sports knowledge covered with SportsCast. You like movies? The pop cultures are where it's at. And for all your local hip-hop, Soda Sound Radio. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, rate, share, follow everything you got. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio TuneIn, and more. We are Strong Style. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Hey, Alex Mello here, one half of the pop culturist, inviting you to get your pop culture fix every Wednesday night here on the Strong Style Media Network. Alongside Half-Pine Kyle Adams, we'll see who got beat down at the box office, run down the Manic Movie Minute, find out what Kyle has for his musical mantra, and you hear our takes on the latest in film, the television, and the music. Listen to the Pop Culturist every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media or search strong style media on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and Player FM. Strong style media, we are conglomerates. Greetings and salutations, fight fans. It's your boy Dub. One half of standing eight count radio. You want fight analysis, news, a look at the local Minneapolis Minnesota boxing team? Then tune in Sundays, 10 p.m. Central Time, and listen to Ryan Cook and I break down the street science. If you don't know where to find us, you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and Blog Talk Radio. That's the standing eight count radio, and that's presented by Strong Style Media. We are conglomerate. Radio. She'd say her favorite moment was probably when Kota Bushi and Sho Tanaka oh, took man. their shirts off. I was about to say, if you throw in Seth Rollins in there, who wins her triple threat? Mm, I don't know. It sounds like Seth Rollins. Where does Rollins she win? Up. Oh, really? Oh, by Kota? Well, wow. You know what? That's wacky. She ain't <laughs> 
I mean, I, yeah. I mean, there are times this year where I've watched Kota Ibushi matches where I probably have gotten lost in his eyes. I might, I might get, get lost for this, this weekend. Way. That's for I sure. I might get slapped for this. Let's, we're, we're dialing right. Close it in. Hello. Jen. Yes. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. There's thousands of people listening right now. Wow. Hi. And you've won $1 million. <laughs> so we just had a debate yes. on this, and I, I had to say, well, I don't know, maybe maybe not anymore. Um, you're in a room, and Seth Rollins walks in, takes his shirt off, okay? What? <laughs> what? Wait for it, wait for it. But then suddenly two other men come in that found your life when you were watching one of the G1 things with us, uh, the blonde guy with the black pants, Shotanaka, the young kid who is just jacked, and then yep. Kota Ibushi, the guy, with, yeah, well, she said, yep, I told you, Shotanaka, and then she's like, who's that blonde guy, the blonde Japanese guy, and then Kota Ibushi, yep. the guy in the main event, comes out. Does Seth Rollins beat them? I don't know anymore. <laughs> I'm so confused. So, I mean, it, your show Tanaka kind of, you know, love fest there, is it just because he is essentially the Japanese doppelganger of one technical legend, Ryan Cook? She's like, hell no. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Man. Got played. That's okay. That's okay. Thank you for the call. <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, first thing, uh, just so you know. You do not want to make an enemy out of me. <laughs> you got that? Thanks, thanks for the call, Colin. Cut that bitch off! I had no, enough of that. No. She she played me. Well, how? Because she said, well, I don't know if he's showing Tanaka in the cockpit. She was laughing part. because she realized she has it better no, than No, she was Joe laughing because Tanaka. she was embarrassed that she made her have to answer that and she didn't want to get in trouble for saying bad things about me. Jeez. That's a loaded statement all in one. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh man, I told that's you, a tough one, man. I told you, man. Seth Rollins just just ain't, and she he, he doing it. I know next next birthday uh, Facebook post, I will have to probably send her a Kota Ibushi Shotanaka face off <laughs> or ab off, I guess. Oh my gosh. Shotanaka, I'm telling you, if he was six inches taller, this dude would be getting pushed in the heavyweight. Do you think if somehow we get a picture of Kota Ibushi and send it to Jen? Like, you would be good for, like, birthday and Christmas gifts for, like, the rest of the, like, two years? Um, Probably not. Probably not. No. Okay. But what we could do, anyone out here good at Photoshop, I need you to take Shotanaka <laughs> and cut his head off, put my mug on his head, on his body. Oh, man. I'll, I'll go tan a little bit so I get some color. If it was, if it was 2012, I mean, that, that would have been the latest. You would have uh, had your Tanaka look, right? Yeah. Or your I mean, look. That was back when I still wrestled a little bit, so I actually went to a gym. Now now I'm crushing dad bod life. <laughs> Got a three-year-old, so I just drink beer and eat Taco Bell. Hey, man. You know, hey, my kid needs a Happy Meal. Let's go to McDonald's. <laughs> I said I'm going to go to Taco Bell but get food from both places. I remember that life. Fisted. I used to be about that life. Yeah, now you're in that... that you're, it, you're in, like, the new gluten-free craze. I'm keto. in that, that, that keto life, that's for sure. <laughs> um, trying to look like Neville as I just saw this picture. I was like, jeez. Yeah, he is. Have you seen Cena? Yeah. He lost, like, 15 pounds. Yeah. 
just leaned out, <laughs> posting prank shows and all that. Which, by the way, is part of Blockers. It's it's so good. That whole movie is just great. So let's let's jump into All In here. We we Perfect. already gave you Downstate, uh, their rendition of the All In theme. Yes. Um, oh, I cannot wait to see that live. <laughs> My God, I cannot. I'll wait. be at the bar. <laughs> Sorry, that's wait. Don't... Cesaro and, and James are gonna be there. Tonight. Yeah, I would be kicking with them, except he can't. He's gonna go by Claudio Castagnoli, <laughs> so he doesn't oh, get in God. trouble. Comes out with like a, a wig. Yeah, he's gonna have a I wig on. He's gonna come out to uh, Phil Collins or the the do 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 like he. I, I maybe it wasn't him. Who's the other version of that song? Uh, there's not a Phil. It's not the Phil Collins one, but there's another version. Bigfoot or something. I don't know. Anyway, it, it's, it doesn't matter. It's not important. No. But uh, let's look at this. Let's start with this zero hour over the budget battle royal. I was wrong. There's 11 people confirmed for it. There's Ooh. four people on the all in roster that have not been put in a match. So maybe those are the guys. Maybe we don't get Flip or Neville. But as of right now, we have Moose, Jordan Grace, Colt Cabana, Ethan Page, Rocky Romero, Brian Cage, Billy Gunn, Jimmy Jacobs. Marco Stunt, yeah. Brandon Cutler, and Punishment Martinez. Yeah, that that's going to be an interesting thing. How many power bombs are we going to see in that match? The four non or the four guys who aren't booked, which makes sense to put in there: Chucky e. T, Trent Beretta, Matt Cross, and one of our new favorites that uh, yes. we're going to try to talk to: MJF. MJF makes more sense. I mean, if he's thrown in there, why not have him challenge Jay Lethal? A nice little inter. Promotion. Now, here's the question. Do you, now, a lot of people are saying the beauty of the Kenny Omega Pentagon match at this is because you can get away from the the rules of engagement with things. Yep. Do they go that route, or do you think a company like ROH is going to look? Oh, we'd prefer to have Punishment Martinez win this thing. That, but I want think Rocky Romero win it. Or... This is a specialty. This is a once-in-a-lifetime. That's not WrestleMania 28-29. This is a legit once-in-a-lifetime event where I, I don't think it, it matters. I think the exposure that they'll be getting, because they're going to mm-hmm. say, gets a title shot for the Ring of Honor Heavyweight Championship. How many times that's going to be said during that hour, zero hour on broad on mainstream TV? I, I think they just want the best match possible because I'm sure they're going to have some sort of cut within those pay-per-view buys, those yeah. Ring of Honor Club subscriptions that they're going to get, you know, just so many different, you know. Because here, here's where I'm going to say it was my dark horse out of nowhere. I I don't think it happens, but so that's why it's my dark horse. But especially now with New Japan World running the show, I could see Chucky e. T, Trent Brenner, Rocky Romero, any of the Chaos guys winning. Okay. Because now you've got a guy from Chaos against former LIJ member, yep. uh, Jay Lethal. <laughs> Wait, and, what? He, he was in uh, LIJ for a little bit. You were an ally, Jay. <laughs> Shout out to the, the producer back there. Who's a little under the weather. Yeah. Producer Demtris. Daredevil Derek Demtris. Dirty Demtris theory. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, maybe there's a chance they could go that route. But I think it'd be cool if MJF won. I I, I put over, I showed Demetrius uh, spider Knight Webb and MJF from the Janela show. It was a oh, hell man, of yeah. a good match. That was a hell of a match. I mean, mm-hmm. and especially because that that could have been just your quick eight minute opener. Yeah. They exceeded that. They they put on a they told a story how, towards that that last. How could that dude stretch. from Weezus Weezus Weenus Weenus whatever threw a better double arm DDT than ninety percent of the wrestling world? He like had him lodged and he's selling it. Oh, he went old. He school. did the double tap and yeah. the dra- I was like, oh my gosh. He went old school. But, yeah, that, that could be interesting. Marco Stunt, I, I cannot wait to check this kid out. Um, 
not a kid, apparently. Uh, definitely in his 20s, but, uh, but yeah, I cannot wait to see. Uh, Famousers over under two. Let's go. Let's go over, yeah. I think the ass man's laying some people down. Who power bombs who out of the ring first, Brian Cage or Punishment Martinez? Ooh, let's go Punishment Martinez. Brian Cage. Uh, <laughs> Produces Brian Cage. Does Jordan Grace? I, I think Jordan Grace has a shot because she's damn good. Yeah. Does she win it Big to make Mama it a Pump. fun match? Yeah. Big Mama Pump. Yeah. She's she's tight. Does Scott Steiner walk her out to the ring? Oh my God. Let's go. That's who should win the mixed match That'd be challenge tight, yeah. next year. <laughs> <laughs> she battles trips. They battle trips and Ronda Rousey. Oh my gosh. Triple H is like, That'd be tight. Rousey I went through this shit in 2002. <laughs> I buried you. You better not drop me on the tiger suplex again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Does Cabana win? And I was then, thinking that. That's a cool, fun story. That's something that could, you know, go on Ring of Honor TV for the, you know, next couple of weeks. If it goes on ROH TV, you know Bobby Ray is going to show up and cheat up for him. Hooray. Yeah, I'm like, damn it, don't do that. It'll be it'll be interesting. Um, oh, that's been one of my fears. I just thought about that on the long drive in. Uh, we don't want no firing <laughs> squad mishaps during the show, right? Does that ruin anything if they come out during the Omega match, the Cody match, or the, the six-man Let me, okay, the six man, yes, because, and that I think is going to be untouchable. There's a reason that's the main event. Those guys are going to want to do everything. I think this has a chance to be one of the best matches in the entire year because when the Bucks are motivated, we know what they can oh, do. Oh, God, yeah. And, and we know his lower back is all healed. Yep, so. yep. Kota Ibushi, even at half speed, is one of the top ten wrestlers in the world. Yeah. So if he's motivated, Kota he shoots Ibushi fireworks be in Chicago, by the way, that's. That's awesome. Oh, man. You know, Rey Mysterio is there, I think, for the namesake of it. But I think you have him just hit his basic spots and you're good. But Phoenix, night in and night out, is one of the best wrestlers going right now. Mm -hmm. And Bandito is the best kept secret, I think, in pro wrestling. He's a secret because I have no idea who he is. So I cannot wait to check out this Bandito out. But Phoenix, uh, again, kind of getting more more into him this past year. I, I, I can't fathom the spots are that are going to be in this over under. And I know we're kind of getting out of turn here, but before we go back to uh, zero hour over under almost uh, over under two near death experiences involving Kota Ibushi and a turnbuckle <laughs> and his opponent <laughs> under. Okay. I was just a fluke. It's happened a few times this year, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Briscoe, SoCal, and Censored. I love this match for the fact this is a, just a basic, simple, nice tag team match. <laughs> simple and nice with these four guys. I, I don't know. It's going to be br- brutal, brutal. Okay, not match quality, but but reasoning Correct. your book. Yes, you, yeah. you know, you're like, okay, what's a good safe match we put on TV that's got people that that'll get get over? Let's show the Briscoes in there with Kazarian and Scorpio. <laughs> Perfect. Great, and it'll be a Fun-ass match, yes. I think. I think it's going to be a really and fun And we know SCU has definitely been training SCU. since they had that awesome training video on hey, uh, being the elite. Let's just hope Scorpio Sky isn't still paranoid after seeing the ghost of famous Dick Ruster Joy Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I cannot wait to see his ghostliness come about here. Uh, main card, Madison Rain, Chelsea Green, Britt Baker, and Tessa Blanchard. Hell of a four-way. Is there anybody that has a chance to win it other than Tessa Blanchard? Maybe Chelsea, Chelsea Green. Green. 
Okay, I could take that. She was on the uh, the last Ten Pounds of Gold NWA video. Do they have her come out with the, with the Horseman with JJ with Tully? Obviously, Arn probably can't come out. No. Did do, do they do anything with Tully? Do they do anything with with JJ with her? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, you could. Here's here's the thing though. You got to figure. I mean, as much as this is the same weekend, Alden and Starcast are two different things. True. True. So. Who knows how much that Cody and the Bucks are even wanting to use some of the talent? Yeah, but the, I mean that's their especially Cody's past. I mean that the the history, the nostalgia of that. If we hear Tessa Blanchard come out to her remixed Horseman music that she has, the one that Demetrius loves, yeah, it's like that hip hop for Horseman theme. Then I think we could see Tully and JJ coming out. Yeah. Um, Britt Baker. Uh, I think she get, I think she has a good showing. And maybe this is her ticket to go with her with her boyfriend Cody or Adam Cole mm-hmm. gets NXT. Madison Rain, I think this is just a nice little callback, yeah. but she's probably the least excited I am in, for the match, and it's not. It'll be I'm fun. No, I her. mean it, it, it's nice. I mean she definitely had her her time back in the, the TNA days, but this is this will be good, you know, kind of a, a rev up before the May Young Classic too. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm going. I think Tessa's winning. I don't think there's any other person that's got a chance to really win this thing. You guys said Chelsea Green, and I would not be opposed to it. I hope she just comes out as Chelsea Green and not lipstick all over the face, wasted. Now she she did tweet, "I'm selling my limited edition hot mess T-shirts at this event." <laughs> so who knows what'll happen there? Um, Stephen Amell, Chris Daniels. I said this to you a couple weeks ago. If you had to, if you had to go, all right, we're gonna put Stephen Amell, who's a phenomenal athlete. We saw him at SummerSlam. Yeah. I've watched some of his training videos with Cody. We need a guy to get him through a match. That depending if we, I'm assuming jobs to Stephen Amell, so you get the Hollywood story. You know, E shows Stephen Amell from Arrow wins at All In. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't hurt one bit, but we'll get him to the best match possible. My number one answer would say Christopher Daniels, mm-hmm. because he's. He is the closest thing to a perfect wrestler that, that there is. And that's what I had said, I, or as Demetrius I was talking to, I said Lance Storm is one of, I think, the greatest wrestlers I've, I've ever seen. The only problem people have with him, and I think it's, I think it's, I notice it even too, is he's so perfect. Mm-hmm. Like he does everything so perfectly that it looks fake. Because it's so, I'm countering this, now I'm already in place, now I'm doing this, now I'm ready for this, now I'm hitting this, now I'm doing a springboard 360 spin wheel kick that's precisionally perfect. So like a Generation Me TNA Impact match or 2011? No, because they botched a little bit, and they weren't as good as now. I'm talking like, these guys oh, gotcha, gotcha. are so yes. good, everything looks, it's, it just is so natural, everything kind of looks... Like, yeah. it's fake. You watch Christopher Daniels, and he's so damn good that everything is so hit, move, this. I'm in place for everything. I'm hitting every move. I'm making everybody have a good match around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like Lance Storm. Yeah. And, and if you you know, you go back in the day, I said Lance Storm's a perfect guy for this. Perfect guy for you could have. I don't think you could. I don't think you could think of a better wrestler no. to put against Stephen Amell and Chris Daniels. And what made me a fan of this is just kind of watching it build on the. Uh, I'm gonna say it again. I'm being the elite. Daniels promo on the bus. My God, that was uh, that's what I was about to bring up next. That sold me. I said, Wow, that match just shot up on my radar. Yeah. Because I was like, that was the most effective promo I think I've seen in a while. That built more than any WWE Raw or SmackDown, you know, go home show for an event in the last year, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and,
and yeah, that was just amazing. Him calling him out, and and again thinking they're not going to do anything to mess this this match up. And like you said, I didn't even think about that. The exposure that they're going to mm-hmm. get from Stephen Amell, which I knew a little, but yeah, there is going to be your E. There's going to be your entertainment blogs or your videos mm-hmm. or your hard copies. Remember hard copy <laughs> inside editions or whatever, but something you know TMZ, you know something that's going to be there that that's going to show that. I remember so. this. And that was law and order. Never mind. Hard, not hard. Sorry. Anyway, but you're right. I mean, 100. percent You're right. That's and that's the beauty of it is, in the midst of this, if Chris Daniel loses, nobody cares. No. And he's the kind of guy who's going to go out of his way to make to him make him look, him look a good. Million bucks. Exactly. Oh I, I can't wait. And like like you said, obviously the promo, even the Mel's promo in the back of the yep. car in that scene from Arrow, it was it was perfect. They were building this match the exact way that we asked. Mm-hmm. Pro wrestling is simple, guys. I know we maybe, you know, me and Alex are two of the lowest guys in the totem pole in the wrestling community. I get that. I'm fine with that. Maybe <laughs> we're a little higher. You yeah. know, it's been a few, you know, a couple of years. But regardless of it, the the one thing I can tell you is, as somebody who's hodgepodge in this business for, you know, 15 years, is it's not a hard thing to book no. if you want to just keep it easy. If you want to take risks, yes, you know, Wild Storylines gets you some of the greatest stuff if it, if it's a hit. But if it's a miss, it's some of the worst stuff. Yeah. You know, tipping over porty potties, it's stupid. <laughs> you know, this guy, this guy, you know, I'm not trying to knock WWE, but you got a guy that you're having tip over semi-trucks and trailers and, and all stuff, but then he gets put in a chin lock and he's immobilized. Oh, yeah. He, he, has, he takes a hip toss. <laughs> this dude should rip somebody's leg off and shove it down their throat. Oh my gosh, you know, which he was definitely called out on. <laughs> by the way, of, with everything you just said, so so. But you look at you look at this. I'm a good guy, and you're a bad guy. Yeah. I hate you. Well, I want to beat you. I want to prove this. They're doing this when these are two Simple guys that are psychology. just running their mouth against each other yeah. to prove that I can beat you to a guy who's cocky and brash and Stephen Amell, and you have the the veteran who's bitter mm-hmm. that this young guy is just suddenly getting put on this wrestling show. It's it's a simple story. There's not a, it doesn't take rocket scientists to book this stuff. <laughs> Christopher Daniels, St. Cloud. Um, what's crazy is, is too, like, I think this is probably the second time I'll be seeing Christopher Daniels live. And I remember back in high school, like, the pre-pre-internet wrestling community, like, this guy, just everyone was talking about. And I was like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Until not seeing him later on in mid-2000s of Ring of Honor. And then just to see how he's progressed and just the different changes, you know, especially the time in TNA and all that. And then for him doing this with Stephen Amell, like, again, it just shows to him, where is he going to be ranking, you know, kind of when it's all said and done for Christopher Daniels? Will he get that respect, as you just said, where it's perfection watching him in the ring? I think it's the same as Lance Storm. Hardcore wrestling fans are going to put him on a pedestal that he belongs on Mm -hmm. and put him high up. You know, it's, it's like Masaki, Masaki Mochizuki, like I said. You know, he's another guy, you know, 40, 50 years old, like Daniels and Suzuki and guys like that. Mm-hmm. Of course, still putting on killer matches. I respect that they are high on my totem pole because of that. Yeah. That they do that, you know, 25 years later, they're still doing this that good. I mean, Mochizuki, I believe, was back in the Crazy Max Do-Fixer, or Crazy Max M2K Torumon days. If, you know, I could be wrong <laughs> on that, but I thought he was in there with, with those guys, Doi and everybody, but... Rookie. You know, <laughs> that punk. Um, God, I'm doing. But it's it's just, if you're an outside wrestling fan, no, he doesn't get the credit. 
He was never in WWE. Uh, but he was in 1998 to 2001, but technically in development. Was that in Heartland? Yes. My question is, has him and Lance Storm ever touched in the ring? Oh, I don't know. But I wonder if him and Kenny Omega ever did in Heartland. Because remember he was there? Oh, yeah. That terrible promo they put on the network? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those trolls. They're definitely trolling this week. Uh, One that you alluded to, the uh, Joey Janela Hangman Page, now a Chicago street fight. This could be one of the matches... What'd you see? Pro Wrestling Rarities 2001 Stampede Wrestling. Daniels Landstorm. I'm going to have to watch that now. Wow. I'm going to have to check that out now. Um, but you mentioned how good Paige Janela could be. It's a street fight. I think it's the best thing. Just let them have a plunder mm-hmm. match. The way that they're going to probably brawl in the building is going to be fun. Oh. This could low key be the match of the night. We'll let you know. The the row and aisle will be in because it'll be safe if you guys want to work near us. <laughs> it'll be like my Dragon Gate experience back in the day. Daniel Bryan killed me on that time, by the way. <laughs> I I knew something was wrong when, when Yamato grabbed me and he was like, hey, help me, brother. I'm like, what do you mean help you, brother? And I'm drunk. I'm not going to lie. And then I'm going, wait, Cannon, Minnesota, he works. Oh, here's Daniel Bryan doing a springboard. And Yamato's holding me to catch him. And now Daniel Bryan has dove and just destroyed me. And you're like, oh, my God. This is real life. <laughs> and I remember I remember when, when, I, when we were with Dave and I was like, there's a dude that, that, that worked at MCW for me when I ran MCW, Eric Cannon. He's part of the Dirty Ugly Bleeps. Mm-hmm. Won't say it because we're still live. Um, with Sammy Callahan. You know, this is back 2009 wow, or whatever. Yeah. And... Um, and he's like, "Oh, that's awesome." He's like, "Maybe, maybe they're gonna, maybe they'll put you on the show." And I laughed. I was like, "No, no, no, it's not like that." He worked like three <laughs> matches for me. Sure enough, Daniel Bryan dives on me and Yamato, and I'm like, "Oh my God, this is really happening!" Help me, brother. I forgot about that. Help me, brother. Which, by the way, we're, we're kind of, I'm kind of watching towards this match. But I'm pretty sure there's like a Bobby Roode with really long hair. Yeah, right there. and there's Tracy Brooks. What is going on here? This that's is crazy. That's the Canada. Uh, the Team Canada. Wait, Daniels is Canadian? What? No, but this is in Stampede, so... <laughs> That's Man. crazy. Anyway, not, not trying to get off track. I, I, wanna, I gotta rewatch that now. I will never forget your model looking like, hey, help me, brother. What, what do you want? Help me, brother. We he should... Uh... Puts his arm around me and goes one arm out like we're singing a karaoke <laughs> jam. And I'm like, oh, shit, we're catching we we should probably do something one day, super cut, uh, every wrestling event we've been to where you could see us in the crowd. Because we've been most, shown on camera a lot. Like, that is one of the most mark-ass things I've ever heard in my life. Like, I was second row elimination chamber when, when Shawn Michaels came up from underneath the, the chamber and super kick taker. Yeah. Where taker caught fire. I was there on camera. Money <laughs> in the Bank there. 2011, Punk, uh, yep. Cena. That classic ass match, second row, I was there on camera. Hell, the SmackDown we went to at the XL, we're visibly seen on there. Yeah. The SmackDown, or, or the Raw I was just at in Sioux Falls uh, a few months ago, you could clearly see me. So we should definitely, at Dragon Gate, you could clearly see oh, us yeah, the whole show. Um, so yeah, I mean, we, we should definitely do a, a super cut you, you, radio appearance. You probably can see me sleeping at TLC at the Target Center <laughs> as I wake up to Braun Strowman's bones being killed in a How contract. excited were we for that? And then, yeah, that you just go booty. there. And... Now, now, to be fair, Balor Styles was fun. I think I went like four great. and a quarter on yeah. that. 
But Kurt Angle after we're like, oh man, he's even coming in the crowd. I'm gonna mark for the shield for once. Yeah. And then he like couldn't move. No. Nope. And then he just gets put through. I'm like, oh no, they did the table they check. Did the table. Oh no, the dumpster check. Oh no, they're doing all of their check marks. Oh my god. <sighs> and then I just fell asleep. Ah. Uh. For the, like the third time. But Asuka... Oh. Uh, she got squashed and then won. So does uh, <laughs> the ghost of Joey Ryan uh, cost Hangman Page now, the match? Okay, here we go. Does this, he murder Hangman This is the most Page? craziest thing I'm ever going to say. Do we get a man in like a bed sheet, but like a see-through bed sheet, to come out with just his junk exposed? And it's still <laughs> Joey Ryan as a ghost? That would be awesome if he wore, like, all white, but didn't do a sheet, but all white, but, like, he had the glowing apparatus near yeah, his he, Joey he had, Ryan's. Yeah, like, all white, and then he, his Joey Ryan's, and then he just has the tie-dye, <laughs> and he's, his face is all, like, deformed. Or does does Janela win somehow with the usage of the boots? We know the boots are mad at Hangman at Ooh. the moment. Do they play a factor? God, we sound like such marks. Are the boots going to cost a Get a ghost coming? <laughs> oh, see, but you know what? I'm going to say this flat out. This is one of the, my favorite things about the show is we're going to go there and be some mark-ass yeah. bitches. Yeah. <laughs> flat out. Like, we're going to have fun with this. You know what? I hope I get a dick flip. <laughs> We're gonna get probably twenty two of them. What yeah, ghostly dick. Janella hits them with the with the boot, oh, cowboy man. Bob Morton style. And Janella, definitely I I mean, could he be on Breakout Star two thousand eighteen? He I mean he definitely deserves some sort of a rub because he was a deathmatch guy who yeah still does Hell, even stuff. as a promoter, I would yeah. say, for the Joey Janela spring break and the wonderful loss in New York that just happened a, a few weeks back during SummerSlam weekend, uh I, I would put him in it just for him throwing on fantastic shows. Yeah, Serving was, all of us IWC nerds. It was fun. We got, we got Sam and Nick Gage. And, and they did it perfectly. They, they made it like We got Sabu and yeah. Sandman. Like, Wheeler, Utah, stealing money and giving it to the Sandman. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm, I'm excited. I, I think this match is a good chance to really, really be something yes. special. Oh, yes. Speaking of special, oh. this has another match where you're looking... <laughs> he just hit me with the 205 This is another one where uh, If this is a match Where, now I heard on the, the latest Being the Elite, I still haven't watched it I want to watch it after we get off the air Marty Skrull cuts this really, like Chris Daniels From the previous show okay, before, nice. promo about this. And, you know He, he looks serious And look, like I say, he looks like he should be taken serious mm-hmm. Now if this is You know, little Kazu Rainmaker Kazu, Balloon Kazu and the villain, it might be kind of a comedy match, yeah. and it might be fun, but I don't know if it'll be as great. I don't think it'll be a comedy match, especially like you said, if he cut a serious ass promo. Now on this, this is, you know, where it's it's balloon flipping and whoop whoop bird. Yeah. Or, then I'm gonna be a little pissed. But, but the bird flapping's is, fine. That that's fine because that's the character. That's it, the it villain. Is. That's the villain. But if this is 15 minutes into the match and he's still doing it while while Okada's like pointing at him and shooting balloons around or whatever, and they make it ha-ha funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be nice to see. But if this is the Rainmaker Kazuchika Okada against the villain Marty Skrull, and this is a serious wrestling match, Okada can take anybody mm-hmm. to the next level. We've seen, look at his, look at two years ago, G1. He averaged like a 4.5, and he had, <laughs> and he had a two-star Yano match in there. Mm-hmm. You know, my thing is, is I think if we get the Balloon Okada, um, 
I think pretty soon into the match where I think Skrull's going to be on his game, I think we're going to get cocky kind of like, you're in the ring with me. And that's what I want. I'm the rainmaker. I want, I'm you know, he's going to scrape with you. Yep, yep. I want, when, look, Okada's, you know, a going to get draw, some booze. But when that dude's a douchebag, I dare you to find a better one. The best. You know, and it's his facials. It's his nonchalant. Man, I'm smug. I got. I'm. I'm marrying the the local, You know, the famous TV reporter. Yep. Look at my cars. I show up to Wrestle Kingdom in pinstripe suits. <laughs> like that's my dude. Yeah. I, I got a painting of Okada in my office with Omega. I have a freaking heavy replica. I have like a 20 pound IWGP yeah. heavyweight title replica that I made them make an Okada nameplate for. Mm-hmm. They, they're like, well, well, we'll put Tanahashi's nameplate on it. I said, no, hell no. I, you can send that in the bag. You better <laughs> custom make me a Okada one. Look at my Tanahashi one that I have out there. I'll show you. It looks nothing like that one. They had to custom make the Okada nameplate because it's not what they make. Oh, so awesome. Like That is my favorite wrestler going. Oh, I've already said he's one of the Eight greatest wrestlers has ever lived, and he's only thirty. Yeah, I'm willing to argue that. There's cost. no denying that. I mean, if you do, you're you're an asshat. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll see you live uh, podcast real Friday yeah, during Starcast weekend. Yeah, I want somebody to tell me Bret Hart is better than O'Connor. Man, especially after our Bret Hart talk. Yeah, I don't even know if he's in the top twenty anymore. Yeah, sorry, not happening. But if you take how good he is and what he can do, yep. and you have a motivated, I'm I'm. I'm being serious. Yeah. Mark, like Will Osprey feud level, or you know when I'm when he's when he was working guys like um, uh, oh my God, why can't Axel Dieter Jr. over in okay. WXW? Not to throw another promotion. No. WXW. <laughs> shout out to Ilya Dragunov. I got to show you this this return he made. I might have shown Ooh. you last time, but Ilya Dragunov at the the 16 carats of gold thing. Anyway, not that's the topic. If you have that Marty and. Kuzuchiko Okada that we know, mm-hmm. this could be a five-star classic oh, match yeah. of the night. And I'll tell yes. you right now, I'm going to call this right off the bat. Either the finish to this match or the biggest falsy in this match is going to be Okada shoots the Rainmaker and Marty turns and hits him in the head with the umbrella. And when he hits him with the umbrella, I think he goes right into a schoolboy. Okay. Or, I mean, a, a small package. Mm-hmm. And I think that's either your falsy of the night or that's your upset that's your of the way. night. I don't know if you do an upset, but, but oh, my gosh. yeah, I, I just foresee this being a match where they, they know they have. I mean, you're not going to waste Okada. You're not going to waste his appearance in Chicago. True. Just to be a comedy But, but no, here's what I said. Yeah, I agree, I agree. But here's, here's the one difference I think we have. You know, if... If you look at look at when Okada worked Melbourne City Wrestling mm-hmm. and he worked Sledge, another promotion I'm just throwing at yep. you, I apologize. <laughs> but this was a four and a half star match and Okada won nice serious. This is what you could tell Takaki Gadani and uh had given given uh, MCW him for that reason. This isn't Kadani and now Harold Mage giving Okada to Cody and the Bucks. Hey, use our talent. You just need to use them in a certain way like they would do mostly. Yeah. This is him going, Kadani, Nick Jackson's one of my best friends. He stuck up for me when things were rough in, in TNA, TNA and there's yeah. things I didn't want to do. I owe him, and I'm repaying him by working this show, and I'm going to do what they need me to do. Mm-hmm. So if they want to have a, you know, this is a Bullet Club Bullet Club style show where everything can be ha funny and no one's gonna care except for a couple purists like us because Bullet Club fans just want to see Bullet Club yeah. shenanigans. Yeah, and that's fine. 
I'm not going to knock anyone because I'll still enjoy it. It won't be what I want, but it won't be bad. You know, I'm sort of going, well, that was really entertaining, you know, but damn it, I wish they would have done this. But it is what it is. I'm leaving happy. Yeah. If, 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 he, if they want him to do it, I think he does it. So this is literally, I think, Okada doing what the Bucks want him to do. And I hope it's the Bucks want him to do that. And that's why I think there's a chance that he does put over Marty Skrull. Because think of the pop. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't affect. I mean, and and the reason why I have my villain club hat is because (laughs) Marty I trust because I know he's a hell of a hand in the ring. I know his character and his in-ring work is going to put on a damn good match. And and with Okada in there, I, I, you know, like you said, they might say our talent must go over, you know, our talent must Mm -hmm. be booked this way. I don't even think that, that they feel that, you know, they're doing a favor for that because let's be real with the popular, you know, with, with the major mainstream exposure and popularity that new Japan has had over the last year and a half, half of that has to go to the fact of the bucks with the bullet club and all that. So they're they're, I don't think they're saying, Oh, well we're loaning them to you. I think they have to say, well, thanks. Let's, let's continue this. And that's what I mean. Instead of, instead of normal manpa companies that, you know, pay new Japan to be allowed to like AEW in Chicago, when they use Nido, he went over see some new Japan execs. Do you think? They gotta be in the house. Aren't they? I bet you we're going to see Tiger Tori. I bet you he traveled with them. Yeah. Um, you know, Okada said he's he's not gonna have Gato second him anymore. That's over and done with. So I don't think really. You know, I know he's been, he was kind of DOA towards yeah, he, the latter half he of the like G1. A, um, like a backstage about it. Wow. Now, if Okada wins, am I gonna be the only guy in ten thousand people cheering? No. No. <laughs> okay. If if we're there and and Okada doesn't get the biggest, probably the second or third biggest pop of the night. I don't know who, how that's going to be measured out, by the way. Um, oh, no, Okada, there's going to be so many. You're going to be in heaven. You're going to have Okada mark heaven, man. You're not going to be the only one. You're going to be one of thousands there. <laughs> Should I, uh, since I special ordered a few years ago when I got a Tenso.com account before you can get New Japan shirts on uh, the States, should I bring my some of my Okada bucks and throw them in the air when he poses? Uh, only, yes. And make it rain in our section? Yes. But also, when you see him and you shake his hand, that's when you go, whoof, and then walk away. <laughs> I'm going to sign it and give it to him. <laughs> uh, anybody who catches an Okada buck, please return it to me. I need to... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And get some in January. There you go. There you go. Yeah, we'll who be at the Tokyo Dome, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to be fantastic. Uh, then we get Jay Lethal versus the Over, over the Budget Battle Royal winner. We already kind of talked about that, yep. so I don't think there's much to say. Uh, last three, we get Nick Aldis defending against oh, Cody Rhodes. Man. Is Cody Rhodes one ready to do the run that comes with being the NWA champion with Dave Lagana doing the Ten Pounds of Gold series on YouTube? I, I heard uh, Voice of Wrestling guys kind of brought this up, and I thought it was a good point. You know, is he ready to to devote that much time into it and to go to all these different indie promotions to do it? Second, will ROH allow it? Hmm, that's a that's the most important question there. Um, will they allow it? Maybe. I mean, I, obviously, again, the tides are turning in professional wrestling. So everyone that's not the E are, are kind of, I think, partnering up. They're doing a lot more of it. Like, hey, let's be prosperous together. You remember where we had that drought for the last 12 years? Mm-hmm. Now we see, you know, the rain is coming down. The money is coming in. The fandom is there. Let's just go put out 
I don't think Cody wins the match because I think you have the Bucks kind of go. I don't think you have, you know, everyone win their matches. Mm-hmm. I think, though, uh, as much as I would love to see Cody hold up that prestigious belt, I think that would be such an amazing moment. But I think you have the Bucks and the Bushi go out in the main, and I think Cody gets it. He's almost there, but Aldis, you know, somehow, you know, reclaims that. And, and I could see, too, Cody knowing that, well, if he beats me, it's just going to prestige the title out. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That works off perfectly for, for uh, the American Nightmare. Plus, uh, again, like you said, it seems like he has so many other commitments kind of going down his pipeline. New cigar line with, with Kazarian there, which I, I hope I can try to get before uh, we, we do the uh, Westwood One podcast. Where's it going? Uh, Westwood One and Podcast Movement. Podcast Movement. Thank you. Sorry, Podcast Movement. Can't <laughs> wait. Um, but uh, sorry, it's been a long Once day. But anyways, no, no but you know they they have a cigar tasting like I think thirty minutes before we're due to go oh, on. Oh yeah. So I'm hoping maybe I could smoke on stage, do a little cross promotion. <laughs> I don't think it's Cody, going to be They're gonna have that happen, and we got to be there like fifteen twenty minutes early for sound check. <laughs> maybe I can get some early then. Hey. We're the ones closing the show. There we so go. We're closing Sunday, Boom. so that's pretty tight. You got to close with top top guys. Top guys. That's right. Boom. <laughs> Speaking of top guys, <laughs> when, when All In was announced and Kenny Omega was announced as a talent months ago, what was the one match you said that makes sense? If they want to the blow the roof off the house, they put them against Pentagon. And boy, howdy. Ooh, boy, howdy did they deliver. Uh, I can't wait for this. You know, for anybody who goes, well, Pentagon Jr. sometimes is a little sloppy and isn't the greatest wrestler. Okay, but there is not one person who oozes no. machismo. There's your there's your 94 Scott Hall comeback he gave me when I brought up Flair and Vader. The, he is the most charismatic guy. He brings main event presence feel to everything he does. Yeah. Um, him and Phoenix just having a hell of a year as a tag team as well. This guy is going to bring big match feel. We know it's going to be there. I can't wait to see it firsthand. Oh my gosh. And he's Pile working driver. Kenny Omega, who, if if you go out, we need to have a great match. We'll put him against Okada. Okada's book. Well, then call Kenny. <laughs> okay, got it. Like, that's, that's, and this is, oh my God. I, I don't, I, I don't know what else to say. Like I've been clamoring for this, and you know that was my example too with the yeah. with the All In Battle Royal. You know we finally get a chance to see uh, Kenny Omega Pentagon match. I hope they get twenty minutes. Oh, I for hope sure, easily. Tremendous. I easily. can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm. I think. I think you want to shock the most people. This is where you have Pentagon win. Is this your stiffest match? Ooh. No, I think the main event people are going to get really? hurt. No, oh I, I take that back. There's no way Kenny's losing. He's the new IWGP champion. Yeah. I forget I even said that. That was stupid that I said that. Give yourself the minus five stars. But I would say... <laughs> you got it, brah. Where'd it go? Here it is. Minus five stars! <laughs> um, over under two tables... Uh, breaking during this match via a pile driver Under. variation. Under, okay. Gosh. This is going to be... Bustle. I can't wait for I think this is going to be the most... This is going to be more harder hitting than a Chicago street fight, I feel. Oh, yeah, sure. No, I think you're right. I think this is going to be the stiffest. And once again, this is not a match, match of the night. I don't know. But this is the fifth time I've probably said this tonight. Yeah. And people have been saying they're underwhelmed with this card, and oh, I don't see eyes. anything, and and I don't get it. Like the excitement, you know, just the aura 
of this event of All In. In, of, in of the Star words Camp's of Tony weekend. Schiavone this week, how tight is your asshole? Yeah. Because that's the stupidest thing. I've, that's that's that could be one of the most egregious statements I've heard. And then you're gonna tell me, oh man, but Extreme Rules was tight. Yeah, no. Get the hell out of here. You can, yeah. I mean, again, you get Moose in there who had a hell of a slam anniversary match against against Austin Aries. Just in the Battle Royal alone, you get, you know, Ethan Page, Rocky Romero, Brian. K- like again, just the talent in there and the four people that aren't even announced yet. Yeah, best uh, friends. I mean, MJF. Uh, you get uh, again. You get Aldis Rhodes, Omega, Pentagon Jr. And then I know I was a little dismissive. On the main event, I was like, huh? But thinking about it over the last few weeks, I was just like, it makes sense oh, to have these guys. Oh, this is the most guys. perfect match. Golden Elite versus what? Uh, Phoenix South Bandito. of the Border? Your, um, your cousin? Oh, Mary Catholic, y'all. <laughs> Which will be on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Warrior Wrestling. We'll be there too, y'all. Fan Fest. Catch us with that. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about, though, because we're going to get off on tangent again. <laughs> no, this main event, Phoenix, Bandito, Rey Mysterio, we kind of already talked about this a little bit. But this match, broken record, this could steal the whole show, too. This could be match of the year. Yeah. This this match has the, – the ceiling is so high for the six-man tag we're going to see. And I say that because you look at what, what the, the Bucks do in six-man. It better be high with all the – Freaking hashtag dives that are going to be happening. <laughs> well, look at the six man tags the Bucks run in Pro Wrestling Guerrilla yeah. or did. Yeah, those are some of the best matches. You, I mean, hands down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just mind boggling. So I can't wait. This show is going to be. Tremendous. I mean, Bucks and Abushi were already in a a seven star, in my opinion, match uh, during <laughs> during Mania. Where was that Mania weekend? No, that was the uh, Omega Rose, but uh, that was the New Japan show, right? Yeah. When they had the tag match. Um. So, I mean, yeah, like you said. The, the, it was like March. Oh, it was my birthday. Was March it your birthday? March 25th. It was at the Cow Palace. So, this weekend, I mean, they, these three could easily put on another five-star match. Like, that. that's so ridiculous. This is going to be insane. Yeah, kid, kids, everyone go to the show. Get your snowflakes ready. Yeah. Because you're throwing a lot of them out there. You're throwing a lot of them out there for this. Oh, my God. Can we throw stuff in the ring? We can get streamers. Like streamers and all that stuff. Oh, that's going to be so cool. I, I've decided, though, I don't know, because they don't do it. Never What's mind. That? I was I was never gonna throw a streamer in the ring until I got the Okaze Nina Ray. Ah. But they don't do streamers in New Japan. I don't want to get kicked out of the Tokyo Dome <laughs> after we spend no. thousands of dollars going to the Tokyo Dome and then Minoru Suzuki's in the fourth match or he something. He just comes to you and just slaps you. Oh, I'd be like, like, kill me! <laughs> he he gotch pile drives me in the crowd. I sell it for an hour. <laughs> an hour. I, I I I once wrestled Demetrius. And after the match, he hit me with an enziguri because mm-hmm. I was lipping off too much because I was so happy I finally beat him. And I laid and sold the enziguri for like three-fourths of intermission. And people were coming up to me like, hey, you, hey, I got a question. And I just ignored everybody. Just... I look like Andrew Bynum in the NBA Live. I think tech, the technical legend Ryan Cook should be hashtag all in. Maybe he'll be a surprise entrant no, in the over-the-budget no. battle royal. No, that, that'll be a... Maybe in Fire Pro. <laughs> Real life. Uh, what's this yikes thing you guys have? You really? Were, you were, huh? This is yikes. I'm not sure. Let's play it up. This, this is what I would say. Oh, stop. Right now. <laughs> I wasn't sure what that was. What were you going to say? Uh, I you forget. You said you wouldn't. Uh, oh, like if they really did, there was like, hey, we need someone. Like, 
like you would be okay to go out there, wouldn't you? Oh God, not in the shape I'm in. I'm really? not a t-shirt wrestler. Oh, oh man. Well, you'll be sporting that awesome WrestleCast yeah. radio shirt. You can get on StrongStyleMedia.com or during the podcast row brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings here during StarCast weekend. Yeah, we're rocking and rolling with that. Let's um, let's for a minute. I don't know if you have your list written up, your your awards on your computer here. Uh, not on my computer, but on my phone. All I right. Have some. So I just want to kind of touch on a couple of these categories. Yes. Uh, some of the, some of these worst categories. Um. Ultimate Dragon, no. Yeah, sorry. Uh, worst wrestler of the year by nominees are Matt Hardy, Kevin Matthews, Kane, Tino Sabatelli, and Ultimo Dragon. Like, this looks like the 2017 list. Uh, Kane. <laughs> Kevin Matthews is on it again. <laughs> yeah, my females, Dana Brooke, Kelly Klein, Sessions, Moth Martinez, Solo, Darling, and Venus. Oh, you really dislike Kelly Klein. You know, I thought she was tight until I watched her work. Like with Hanakamura and Kagetsu and all those, and I was like, "Oh my God, she is not." Good. Yeah, but if I mean, who's really on their level? Like honestly, especially in that promotion, kind of yeah. starting out. I mean, my, my worst tag teams are the Dogs, Riddick Moss, Tito Sabatelli, Slater and Rhino, the B Team, and Deleters. Oh man, R.I.P. Do they get a special award since they are no longer anything? Maybe Matt Hardy technically done. As an in-ring performer. It's still impressive. Like somebody said that he was able to walk to the ring yeah. many times. Gotcha. My worst match of the year, Matt Hardy, Curtis Axel from Raw, the Woman's Gauntlet from Raw, Ruby Riot, Dana Brooke from Raw. Wow. <laughs> Raw's cleaned up. Oh, yeah, you were talking about that, Tajiri. Yeah, Ultimate, Ultimate Dragon, Dragon Tajiri from one of the early All Japan shows was terrible. And then Jake Strong versus Bad Boy Steve from Lucha Underground. <laughs> Disappointments, they got Goto's title run, Brock Lesnar, day one of the G1, Lucha Underground this year and Alistair Black. It's funny you have day one because I honestly have the A block. Damn. It stands like three wrestlers. Worst feud, I got Tessa Blanchard, Madison Rain, Owen Strowman, which after SummerSlam moves out of the list. Bailey yeah. Sasha, Roman Lesnar, and Carmella Asuka. Interesting. I, I like how you have Bailey Sasha, even though I have no idea where the hell they're going with that. Uh, that's why it's just a pointless. It's stupid. <laughs> I thought they were going to be like lovers, and then they. Oscar. Yeah. Please retire Kane, Ultimo Dragon, Kurt Angle, Undertaker, Madison Rain. <laughs> Sorry, Madison Rain. I did appreciate being on your uh, con call with your return to Impact <laughs> and how all these uh, marks on some of these shows are like, oh, how are you doing today, Madison Rain? It is so nice. Like, how many uh, times are people going to suck up and be like, oh, how many times she go, I'm good. How are you? You're thrown in a coffin? <laughs> yeah, talk about that. Like, yeah. that's what I would have been like. Like, how claustrophobic were you? I was the first question on the con call, and they're like, all right, what do you got? And I was like, what's the difference between the locker room back then when nobody really knew what they were doing to run a company to now when it seems like they're in the right direction? She's like, I don't know what you're saying to me. Really? Yeah, I haven't, they're still on record. And I was like, oh, no, no, I'm just... And then I and then I just hit speakerphone, hit record on my phone, and walked. <laughs> and I'm not trying to dog Madison Rain. No, she had no. a hell of a career, but you know it is what it is. I mean, what do you just, got for somebody for your some of your worst things? Your yeah. nominees on your worst categories, or do you not have those on your phone? Oh, sorry, it's okay. Let me look at my phone. Sorry, I was just baffled by the whole whole Madison Rain thing. I mean, I, I mean, male wrestlers. I would say we we have you know majority of, of those there. Um, unfortunately, I, I do have Rhino on my list just because I don't know what the hell he's doing anymore. So who is uh, your list? Huh? Are you just hot shotting me? I'm hot shotting. <laughs> That's what I love to hear. Let's I'm go. Hot shotting you. Let's go. Uh, I mean, worst. 
again, uh, we'll, we'll get to that Friday. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll say that. Do you have any of any any uh, any of your lists on on there? You want to just discuss, or I can keep rolling with mine here. Keep rolling. With All yours. right, that's what I like to hear. Uh, biggest surprise, obviously, is Undisputed Era. Uh, with with how amazing their runs been, Elvis Brown's best of Super Junior run. Or is it a surprise that they've been given kind of the quote unquote freedom to I, be themselves? I, I think they're just taking it, okay, and doing it. Uh, Ronda Rousey, obviously, the rise of Jay White, Adam Page, yeah. Juice Robinson, and the uh, Masashi Takeda, uh, Sami Kodoka uh, death match was incredible. Light bulbs on a pole man. And I don't like death matches. My rookie break route, I got Punisher Martinez, Ronda Rousey, Katsuya Kitamura, Hana Kimura, and Flip Gordon. Okay. My finisher is Masashi Takeda's Reverse You Crash Kai, Will Osprey Stormbreaker, Yuji Hino's Bleeping Bomb Version 2, Kento Miyaharo's Shut Down German Suplex Hold, and the Golden Lover's Golden Trigger. Nice. Uh, my, uh, what do we got here? Most Improved, Juice Robinson, Adam Page, Shayna Baszler, Jay White, and uh, Manny Rose, Tony DeVille. I, I don't know if they'll win it, but I felt like, like as a team or... Just the two of them in general. We'll say tie. Okay, okay. Um, and I don't know where they'll end up. Uh, best gimmick, Jay White, Juice Robinson, Shayna Baszler, the show-offs and the Velveteen Dream. Shayna Baszler, I'm telling you, is the most must-watch thing on that show. She is. She is ridiculous. Uh, event, I got a lot on here, and I'm going to add more. Uh, Wrestling in the 12, Dominion, the best in the world ROH show, Money in the Bank, Strong Cell Evolved, the USG1 special, TakeOver Chicago, TakeOver Rumble, TakeOver Brooklyn, the 46th anniversary from New Japan, and Super Junior Night 4. I haven't had anything since mid-July, so tomorrow I'm going to have to frantically add more to my list. Man, Brooklyn, uh, that that definitely is a, a strong contender for that top five, I would say. Best of the mic, I got Juice Robinson. Uh, SoCal Uncensored, <laughs> Alexa Bliss, Shayna Baszler, and The Miz. Um, I like it. Baszler, for sure, definitely deserves a, a strong lookout because when she's cutting that on house shows, cutting promos. Yeah, like you said when you saw her at the, doing the Largo. That's movie. what I was like. That's when it all changed from my perception on her. I was like, oh, she's a bully I can get behind. That was like when you came back and you're like, I get Adam Cole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A uh, feud of the year, we got Hiromo versus everyone. Cody Omega, Jericho Naito, Styles Nakamura. And this one might get bumped. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, Gargano Ciampa, Flip the versus All in. in. The LAX OG oh, Angle, nice. And the Eddie Edwards, Sammy Callahan. Now, did you watch the latest episode of Impact? Were they, were Ricky, Richie? Yes. Richie! Like, what are your thoughts on that? I don't, I, they didn't did drive get by hit by a car? I mean, I mean, did the dry? I mean, did the kid have a goatee? Isn't that always like oh, the that thing? Was, that was a kid. Like, oh my god, they got Richie. My gosh, like, kudos, I, I guess. But look, that's a I little hard to watch. I told you when when Santana's cursing because his his stripper chick won't bang him. Yeah. And and they're and Conan's teaching him how to sell dope across seas, and they're you know I mean this is like a real wild <laughs> like. You know what I mean? Like this is like something you don't see, and that's why I like it so much. Oh, man. This isn't something that's you see longer. on television. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's true. Steve Austin got hit by a car. Why can't Richie? <laughs> as long as it's not a ladder match for the possession oh, of right. Richie's remains. All right, let's start from the bottom here. This is gonna be a long list. This is my match of the year. I have Phoenix, Johnny Impact, Daiji Ishimori, and P. Williams Slamversary. Oh, okay. Kenny Omega, Jericho from Wrestle Kingdom, Marius Skrull, Kushida, Osprey, and Hiromu from Wrestle Kingdom. Juice and Jay White, Strong Style Evolved. Kushida and Jay Lethal, Best in the World. Osprey, Hiromu Dominion. Jay White and David Finley, Road to Nantaku. Sonata and Okada, New Beginning. 
Okada Osprey 46th anniversary, Zack Sabre Jr. Tanahashi, the New Japan Cup final, Jay White Adam Page Strong Cell Evolved, Ciampa Gargano Takeover Mania, Ishigoto Night 6 of the G1, uh, Masashi Takeda Asami Kodoka from Big Japan on June 20th, Styles Nakamura Money in the Bank, Okada Omega Dominion, Hiromu Ishimori in the finals oh, on the Super beautiful. Junior, uh, Hiromu Desperado from Night 4, Okada Tanahashi Gantaku, Okada Zack Sabre Secure Genesis, Golden Lovers, Young Bucks, Strong Style Evolved, Almas Gargano, TakeOver Rumble, and then Okada Naito made a uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Wow, very so nice. I need to dwindle that down, and I have more to add. I don't have Ishii Omega on I was about to list. say, that, that's definitely in my top <laughs> five, for sure, is, is that match. Ishii, if, if it was up to me, it would be an honorable all-Tomohiro Ishii yeah. retrospect of, of 2000. The last three years, before, you know, when I dabbled in New Japan at the beginning, the la- you know, two, three years ago. It's like, oh, this guy just headbutts. <laughs> That's all he does. He does a suplex every once in a while, but he's just a headbutter. I get it. But just seeing, you know, me evolve from that ignorant wrestling fan perspective into seeing what that man could do. And then when you put him in there, he does not shy away from a challenge. And, and him and Omega Night 14 still for me is, oh is the match of that tournament. Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> it's and there's a hell of a lot of great yeah, matches in that tournament. But that emotionally. Uh, oh Tanahashi and Ibushi was. I don't think yeah. it's East Gosh, yeah. I mean, again, from from like twelve to to night eighteen, there was just like so many like, what did I just see? <laughs> WW what? Uh, tag team of the year. I got the Young Bucks, Evil Sonata, the Bristol, Undisputed Era, and the Usos. No SEU, huh? <sighs> More unit, I think, for them. For me. Okay. Um, female of the year: Io Shirai, Shayna Baszler, Alexa Bliss, Ronda Rousey, Miyu Yamashita from Tokyo Joshi Pro, Nicole Savoy. Um, she has wins over Mercedes Martinez, cheerleader Melissa, Diana Perrazzo, Su Young, Kimberly on her big wow. shimmer title run she's on right now. Uh, Kagetsu, who defeated Io Shirai to become the champion in stardom. And then Tony Storm. Tony obviously. Storm. Uh, Tony Storm. Kagetsu? Oh, who? Or, yeah, it was uh, Mayu Iwatani beat Io Shirai. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Kagetsu beat Tony Storm. That's who it was. Um, and then male wrestler of the year. Matt Riddle, Jay White, Kenny Omega, Cody, Kento Miyahara, Minoru Suzuki, Seth Rollins, Johnny Gargano, uh, Kazuchika Okada, Zack Sabre Jr., Valter, Romo Takahashi, and Will Ospreay. So I got a lot to dwindle down here. We got we gotta. Oh, you really love your ass cutter. Wow, that's very interesting. But obviously not in any particular order. Yeah. So that's kind of where mine are. I I gotta I gotta figure out. I gotta. Get that on a, another phone. I might have to write. I don't know. I gotta figure this out. We gotta figure it out tomorrow. <laughs> Which we're leaving like seven and a half hours. <laughs> so let's hit you at a break. Uh, when we come back, we are going to talk the SummerSlam, the Summerfest that we didn't Summerfest. We didn't fully get all into and talking about. I'm excited. We'll be right back. Don't call. Don't go away. This is WrestleCast Radio. Sick of doing those big leagues. We'll try doing one day fantasy over at DraftKings.com. The guys over at DraftKings set up your boys up at Strong Style Media with our own promo code. Go on to DraftKings.com. Sign up today. Make your first deposit. Put in promo code STRONGSTYLE, and you'll get a bonus. It's that simple. Join in. Play some games. Have some fun. Week one's coming. August 2nd. Can't wait. Strong Style Media presents Sportscast Radio, 
the one that started it all, with your host, Ryan Cook, and me, Jordan Jiskra. We're going to be giving you everything, and I mean everything from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, bobsled, boxing, pokers, pokes, boxing, Nasty chef, survivor, and even that weird sport where they do the hurdles and jump puddles and track and field. Alright, maybe not that one. But from the college to the pros, and from the rings to the rink, we've got you covered. Sportscast Radio. Fan of pro wrestling like we are? Yeah! We got you covered. Yeah! From WWE, yeah! New Japan, yeah! Ring of Honor, yeah! Impact, Lucha yeah! Underground, yeah! All Japan, and yeah! more. We're talking yeah! the highs and lows in pro yeah! wrestling. Heck, we're even giving you people from the Okadas and Omega. We're even talking the Bone Soldiers and Enzo Amoris. Sorry, Daniel. We'll stick to guys like this. Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out along with my co-host Alex Mello each Monday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Calling all fight fans worldwide. My name is Elijah McNeil, and I'm one half of the best boxing podcast on the net. The one and only Standing Account Radio. Do you like hard-hitting commentary, analysis, and banter? Tune in on Sundays at 10 p.m. with my co-host, Ryan the Technical Legend Cook, and I break it down. That's Standing Account Radio, 10 p.m. Sundays, Strong Style Media. Hey, Alex Mello here, host of The Pop Culturist on the Strong Sound Media Network, inviting you to join myself alongside Half Pint's Kyle Adams as we discuss all the latest news and reviews in movies, music, and television. Check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on blogtalkradio.com. Also, you can check out The Pop Culturist archives on Blog Talk Radio, search bar, Strong Style Media, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, Tune in and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at Strong Style Media. We are conglomerates. Where's Janesville, Wisconsin? You remember we stopped in that Toys R Us and we're like, we could move here. We could just run oh, this yeah. Toys R Us. Like, and I got we that got Jericho all the food gimmick. supplies we need. <laughs> That's right. How far is Janesville from here? Welcome back to Janesville Radio. Janesville <laughs> Radio in the house. But uh, I, actually, this is a, a continuation, this segment, uh, from WrestleCast, episode 87, uh, where we were last left you off, actually was uh, during the Triple Threat SmackDown Women's Championship match. And, uh, yeah, I mean, technically, it all started, you know, with that conniving Charlotte inserting her way into this this match. (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) Kidding, kidding, of course. But but I thought this was a a hell of a match, um, not only due to the fact that I thought Carmella looked great in that match. So we... Not to cut you off. Okay, sorry. I was just trying to think of what with 
I was like, we talked that, we talked that, we talked. Okay, never mind. Yep. Sorry, sorry, keep going. I apologize. No, uh, and you know, of course, we we got a little flack on Twitter about us kind of saying, hey, that match was great. Uh, way to go, Carmella. Um, but no, rewatching that match. Uh, hey, uh, well. Q, maybe, uh, maybe Zack Sabre Jr. has something to say. Oh, I got you. Why not, though? Who's trying to now, dickhead? And, 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 <laughs> and really, Carmella was, was vital into how that match I was paced. Tweet, as well as, yeah, I'm trying, I was trying to find it as well, but, but whatever. Charlotte Flair was bumbling and stumbling kind of throughout that, that match. Uh, and, and, and for the story purposes, I, I, I thought she did her part well. Um, but again, for, for the aftermath of all that and, and for, for Becky Lynch to attack Charlotte after raising her hand, uh, you know, just letting out that aggression, you know, as everyone is saying, you know, the, the, the Steve Austin in her, you know, like you were saying earlier, they booked themselves into a corner where, you know, people are not going to cheer for Charlotte. People want Becky Lynch to win. She was the first woman SmackDown champion, SmackDown Women's champion. Then all of a sudden, just delegated to nothing, to six women tag matches or just random team ups. <laughs> where no, she is part of the four horse women. You know, she is on that upper echelon of what we see as Charlotte and Sasha. But hell, as as Daredevil Derek Fury would say, or or constitute for, she is the, you know the top. You know, you, it goes Sasha, Becky, or or flip flop. You know, kind of in in the women's evolution, if you will. So Sasha, I still think is the best. I think her and Oscar are the top two. If you're Sasha, I, a you're getting gypped out of Trish Stratus at Evolution, which that's the match where it's like that's your money. Yeah. Wrestling wise. But if she doesn't get, you know, obviously Lita can't wrestle anymore. But if she doesn't get like a top tier match, I mean, if you're Sasha, what are you thinking? They're gonna get something with the Riot Squad. <sighs> Come on, it's done. No, we want her versus the past. Yeah, her versus, you know. Uh, no, we want her going. You, you know what I want is I want her going for the title. Yeah. I don't want Ronda Rousey, Nikki Bella. But then again, I don't want Ronda Rousey to just squash Sasha. Um. I tweeted, Carmella has her working shoes on tonight. Fun three-way, but sad to say, Charlotte may be the weak link here. Yes. Uh, NorCal Joe at Joseph Harris. You high? Carmella can't wrestle you third-rate, Mark. Go away. You are as hard-hitting as uh, as hard-hitting as hard leaves on a Buick. Hashtag losers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout-out to uh, Joseph Harris. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun, bro. That was tight. Watching us at all. But anyways. <laughs> During Starcast Weekend Podcast, we're brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. That's right. I'm going to go get tased by uh, Dr. Destro with PCO. What ah. you got? Man, I, I'm going to buy them two beers. Oh, man. Because he's want... not human. So, I mean, that guy could drink all. Could he drink more alcohol than Andre the Giant? I, I'd be willing to, to try to test that. Theory. We might be the two biggest PCO marks. Oh, they're going to be all around. I, going in this weekend, I was like, man, you know, I don't know if I want to buy, you know, gimmicks, this and that. But I, I definitely, if there's PCO merch, I, I would definitely I'm going to buy there. some shirts. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I'm probably buying eight shirts, eight, yeah. ten shirts over there. But I mean, I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm going to be buying merch. It's going to be fun. That's what we're oh, there but, but what did you think uh, overall of the, the... I went three and a half. I thought it was a great match. Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I thought it was nice. 
I thought everything they did made sense. Yep, and it furthered the storyline. So that's why I wasn't mad with that victory. Carmella something that you called. Good drive, well. good yep. dive. Um, now, now here is the exact same thing. Like you said, I called it. Charlotte's going to hit the natural selection while she's in the disarmor. Mm-hmm. But I also said Carmella then shoves Charlotte out of the ring and pins Becky. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I knew the finish, but yep. I thought Carmella was winning. So then they, they fight with each other. You cost me the title. You cost me the title. And Carmella's moonwalking, shoe-talking <laughs> me. Who wins? Does she moonwalk it? And do her shoes talk harder than Adam Page's boots? I book it for all in, too, though. That's for sure. <laughs> so, you know, and it was what it was. And I, I thought Charlotte winning and mm-hmm. Becky turning was just too obvious. Yes. And judging by the crowd's reaction, I wasn't the only one. Mm-hmm. Because she's dogging the crowd on SmackDown, and they're cheering her for it. Yeah. And then you look at the YouTube channel or the This Week in the WWE show they have on the network, they edited out her talking smack about the fans. What? Did they, what? They go, we're stupid. How like, come she's, she's saying they all don't believe in me, and they're going, yeah, back in, yeah. back in. And, and that's what's stupid. It's just like, listen to your universe. Like, yeah. how do you not do that week in, week out, production meetings, minute by minute? You, you know, again, when when ever when they said that she would heal, I, I laughed. I was like, she did nothing of the sort. Friends fight. Not all the time, but friends do fight, family fights. You know, when you're close to someone, something is bound to tick you off. If someone, you know, especially if you're friends in a business environment as well. If you see someone, you know, go ahead, you're like, yeah, that's awesome. But then you're like, well, where's my shot? Where's my opportunity? Why did you leapfrog me? What makes you so special? So, you know, you can kind of see that aspect in Becky Lynch. She was like, I busted my ass. I'm the first, you know, since the brand split women's champion. Where the hell do you come from when you were off over the last month and a half or so, all of a sudden inserting me? So I see that frustration where it wasn't heel. It's just letting it all out. This is exactly what I said they should do with Ambrose, Rollins, and Reigns. Yeah. When I said that's how you book your main event. Is this is what I wanted Ambrose to do? He, mm-hmm. And he had. What are you jealous, Dean? Hell yeah, I'm mm-hmm. jealous. But, oh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> but here's the other thing: is if you remember way back when Austin was doing podcasts on the network, mm-hmm. he had Vince McMahon on the show, and one of the things Vince said is, "I have my pulse on what the fans want. That's what helps me keep afloat." No, you don't. No. That is the biggest crock I've heard. Triple H has his hand on the pulse. It's <laughs> yeah. called NXT every Wednesday on the network. And shout out to him putting over NXT on Raw two weeks ago when he called out The Undertaker. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put on my boots one more time even though I wrestled a month ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when he was like, you want me to finally get out of the show? Like, bro, you wrestled twice in the last like quarter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wrestled oh, yeah, Cena and uh, the Mania match. It's totally right. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, my God, whatever. But I just I don't get it. It's stupid. It's the look. I I I said this. I tried to say this last week when we got into it. I started passing out. All Charlotte needs to do is come off like, look, I did what anyone else should have done. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I'm better than you guys, and that's why I took my opponent or my opportunity to run. Yeah. Don't be mad that I am a flare. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you're Arn Anderson. <laughs> And she sort of alluded to that on the Tuesday after SummerSlam during that promo, where, again, 
I thought Charlotte came off more like your Terry Bollea than than Becky Lynch did, you know, kind of in that way where you're like, oh no, we Ooh, want she runs to out just like, like you. Spears her and starts <laughs> I'm like, Charlotte just walks on and starts yeah. beating her yeah. up. And it's yeah, they they definitely. Uh, I don't know how they're gonna fix this. They're gonna think our our memories are erased, a la Men in Black. But this is something we'll probably talk about through the end of the year. I, they I told you what this. They think be. we're goldfish. They think our memory's gone the next day. Oh, oh man, it's frustrating. I, I don't know why we ended this on a bad note, going through this thing. But we got another match. That was really fun. Who's um, your daddy? Yeah, Smooth Joe definitely wants to bang AJ's wife. <laughs> Uh, I went three and three quarters on this match here. I thought it was fun. Good, good setup. Uh, Joe playing to the crowd, playing to you know the the psyche of of AJ Styles, and of course, uh, Wendy, I believe is is Mrs. Styles' uh, first name there. But you know, I had the daughter he there. Wendy Styles. I laughed so hard when I heard <laughs> Wendy Styles. Like, come on, dude. What? But. It, it, I, I don't think this feud needed this angle, this very generic 80s and 90s, you know, the mega powers type of angle where it's just, to me, it was blah. Just say, hey, you remember we wrestled all that time back in the day? Well, we're going to bring this to a bigger stage. Yeah. You could have did something entirely. Like, I'm going to beat your ass, AJ. Wrestling yeah. is not hard no. once again. You don't have And look. I know there's some people that like, look, we, we had John Blaine on last week from uh, the Comeback Wrestling Show. Mm-hmm. And I, I did his show, you know, I guessed it on his show. And he loves the idea of the angle. A lot of people like this angle. It's so I, vanilla. I just, you don't need it. And you know what? If if it's going to sell money, if it's going to put the butts in the seats, mm-hmm. then, I, then okay, I stand corrected. But right now, I'm telling you, you don't need all this pomp and circumstance no. on this. No, you do not. I mean, you don't want to. God, I, I can't think of her name. But no, it, it was just something that wasn't needed. But they, those two, you know, it wasn't. It was just something during that match where I was like, oh, they're not going to give us everything that we mm-hmm. want. This is just, you know, kind of like Shinsuke during their, their feud last summer with Shinsuke and, and Styles where you're just like, oh, every match you're like, oh, they're building up to some spot. Nope, we're going to hold this stuff off until the next match. Oh, we're going to hold this off into the blow-off feud. Oh, we're going to throw two or three SmackDown matches in between this <laughs> these pay-per-views as well. But, you know, with this, you know, I, I was fine with it. Uh, the, the spot where AJ Styles got worked up and ran across the tables, got Joe over, you know, into the barricade there. That that was some some pretty cool stuff. And the DQ finish, it was okay, but two DQ finishes and title matches on this show, that was a little irritating. Yeah. But for that match, I understood it. And and that was the one thing. Like this was a great average wrestling show, but in WWE standards, this is a tremendous show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Looking at these, like, I, you know, nothing over three and three quarters, that was the best match. But I got three matches at three and a half. The, I mean, the last, I mean, I would say the final matches from the triple threat down, I, I thought was a solid show. And and so, last four matches, I went two and a half, two and a half, two and a quarter, and two and three You did quarters. not like Miz and Daniel Bryan, huh? No, I went, that was, that wasn't the last four matches. Oh, oh, oh gotcha, Miz gotcha. and Daniel Bryan moved to that. I went three and a half. I might even go four. Okay. Um, I just, I was... I felt like the placement of this was wrong. Yeah. I felt like this shouldn't have came after the WWE title match. You should have had a cool down for this. You should have gave me Finn Balor squashing Baron <laughs> Corbin and oh. then gave me this match. Yeah. I, I, I agree with the order. I, you know, like I said, I was like, this match is now. I'll be right back. But, you know, for, for me, yes, I, I think this was, this is the match that actually culminated into a storyline consistently for what? 10 years. 
10 years. And, or not 10 years, for a long ass time since the NXT season and whatnot. 2009? And, and for, yeah, so yeah, almost 10 years. So it was in September, I think, of that year is when we saw him. when we saw him. Dragon Gate. Gosh, I can't believe he's been that infamous Royal Rumble. Hey, they signed Brian Danielson. It was that was that long ago. <laughs> My uh, mom was gonna choke you. She was gonna give me the nine chops of doom. Um, but but for this, this was your main event. Like this is something that that should have done at Mania instead of him and Shane versus Owens and Zayn. This was something that was built on Talking Smack a year prior to that that reignited this feud. Uh, but, you know, I, I, this was definitely worthy of, you know, a big show. But, yeah, the, the ordering, this was your co-main event, in my opinion. No, remember when I told you that he better not resign because they're not going to do anything with him? And he and, gave us the uh, biz match. It was, it was cool. Yeah. I'm glad with that. But now we're getting another mixed tag match. And those matches are so done bad uh, in the company because you can't do them correctly. No. No, uh, you can't. Unless maybe they go beyond wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> it can happen, pal. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a fun match. I like the, the Miz gets the, the Nucks. You know, kind of a yes. cool spot. It was one where I don't mind that he cheated to win. This is this was the perfect way for him to cheat to win because they played it up like he's not better than him. Agreed. Agreed. So I thought that was really good. Um, Finn Balor squashes Baron Ugh. Corbin. Now, here's my problem is, you know, he brings out the demon to beat Baron Corbin. You know, I'm going to end this feud. He beat him like two weeks prior to this. <laughs> and I think two weeks before that because they flip-flop. You know, and this company's so 50-50. Uh, you can't get somebody over in the WWE because everything's 50-50. We could have saved 12 minutes of the show just by not having this so match. answer me this. You know, he comes out and if I'm going to end a feud, make sure I win just like I do every time. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing the demon out. Why didn't he bring the demon out on Raw the next night when he wrestled Roman? It's it's like me saying every week, how are the Bludgeon Brothers go from jobbing to tag team <laughs> champion dominance? I don't know. It's WWE creative. But, yeah, I, I agree. Like, why only bring this out on your big five pay-per-views? Granted, this is the first time we've seen the demon, it seems like, for a while. Yeah, I think since SummerSlam. Since, yeah. And so, you know, no, this is something you bring the demon out for for a championship match, <clears throat> not against the constable why, Baron Corbin. Know, why is he coming out in a, to squash Corbin and then not? If I'm Finn Balor, I'm going. Wait, I get a title match on Raw. Yeah, I'm invoking the demon. This is your 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 nah. your your second. This is your bathroom break. This is your your 2011 Divas. Sadly, pillow fight type of match where you're like, oh, I got to go get a drink from the fridge now. You know, oh, I got to go get some merch in line. I, maybe not, though, because you get the whole entrance. But uh, to me, this was just pointless. It was obvious. So obvious. As well. uh, should get Akamura defeats Jeff Hardy. I went two and a half. Fun match. This was a match I, I wanted the show prior, you know, before Orton yeah. uh, kind of came out there. But uh, this this was fine. I expected a little bit more, but I'm not going to lie. I know you haven't seen Tuesday, but for the match that was just announced in the setting it was announced in, I'm all in. I'm all aboard for that one. But, yeah, this was fine. I, I wish they were given a little time, but let's be real. It's We're, we're lucky to have Jeff Hardy walk to the ring yeah. now, uh, comparable to, to his brother yeah, there. He so. can still, have, still do a stroke talk. He still can go. Oh, was that the that. one where he did, like, the the thing in the um, on the outside where he did the, the flip off the... He did the swan the on swan the apron, yeah, yeah, that was that one. This is this one. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, Ronda Rosie beats Alexa Bliss. I'm going to say this, and I don't mean this in a bad oh. way, but I, I went two and a quarter. Yeah. But this is what I, I said. I said she should just squash her. Be that badass and do it. And they did it. 
I was fine with it. I don't have a lot to say about it, but that worked. I was fine with it. Worked for the character, worked for the story. Like you said, it, it was something that was needed. It's your big mainstream moment. It was all over Yahoo, ESPN, mm-hmm. AP. It was all over that stuff the following day, next couple of days, actually. So so they did their job. For me, though, it's like, okay, why did Bliss even win back the title? Why, you know, why, why didn't you? Well, do, maybe Nia's injury, I get it. You know, uh, you know, I think that would have been probably. But you need that heel money in the bank. Correct, over. correct, but. To me, the squash, yes, it was necessary, but I, uh, for rematch purposes, I can't see Bliss taking it. You know, I, I don't see, I don't take her seriously into a rematch. Yeah. You know, unless you do a two-on-one where if they win, Bliss gets the title. Now, obviously, I mean, we'll probably do this Friday since we're going to have like eight hours on podcast row, so we're going to have a lot to talk about. And usually, you know, the week of our show, we cover last week's Raw on SmackDown, mm-hmm. which we haven't covered that we should cover, but we'll cover it Friday. Yep. Um, so we'll be we'll be like thirteen. Hey, days we're gonna behind. be talking some E on podcast row yeah. during Starcast. We'll weekend. be the guys. But do you think that there is a terrible chance that they're gonna do Rousey Stephanie McMahon at this evolution? Mm, I'm gonna say with that coronation angle. Yup. <sighs> to me, yes, I'm afraid that they will. But the thing that, to me, that, that would irk me about the whole situation, you go from the evil boss, the evil Stephanie McMahon, to then announcing, hey, we're having an all-women's pay-per-view evolution. It's the women's evolution for the last three years. Great. I, I just don't like the continuation of flip-flopping of it's, her. It's literally her saying, come, children, I'm your mother. Yeah. Let's praise me. Because I did, it's gonna main event. Man, I mean that, that's definitely a, a great sharp objects type of storyline, if you will. Which check out that HBO miniseries, by the way. <laughs> Think about uh, it. That but, is yeah. gonna, your main event of Evolution is Ronda Rousey, Stephanie McMahon. That sucks. Yeah, that does suck. As long as it's not a Bella match main eventing. As long or as it's not Nikki Bella Nikki versus Ronda Rousey. Because you don't have to have her baby because she's not with Cena anymore. <laughs> So you do that. I'll be all out then on that match. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, your money match, or you should have had Bliss keep the title somehow, and then you could have Bliss get a clean win over Trish and build Bliss even mm-hmm. more. Now Trish is winning. You know she's yeah. beating her. Now there's no title, Bliss ain't winning. Get out of here. Who does Sasha? Oh, no, that wouldn't make sense. Uh, for some reason, a few days ago, I thought, you know, it would be interesting. Uh, maybe I'll ask her. You know, during this weekend, uh, <laughs> what if Medusa and Sasha tangled up in the ring? How how do you see that match? Not say, but fantasy book wise, do you think that could work on if, paper? If you're giving me, I'm working all the Japanese women a under blaze. Yes, if you're giving me WCW Medusa working Oklahoma and, and Evan, I'm saying like on the top of her game, like yeah, that would Alundra, be fun. Yeah, because would you you go back and watch early '90s WWE or WWF, and you're having, you're watching Alundra Blaze versus Asia Kong, mm-hmm. Bull Nakano. <sighs> My God, those were good. Yeah. I mean, they're the only people on the show throwing German suplexes. <laughs> and yeah. Heck, I saw that live back in 1994 at SummerSlam, to be exact, Look at too. the Survivor Series when um, Asia Kong was the sole survivor after she's spinning back fist under Blaze <laughs> into the next state. 
like uh, you were, oh my, Vince, what a maneuver! <laughs> you know, he didn't know what to call it. But that was like, uh, for some reason, I, I was just fantasy booking. I was like, Sasha deserves a marquee match with a legend, and, I, and that was one I thought. I was like, that, that was it was just like when insane. they brought the jumping bomb angels yeah. in, and they yeah. were murdering these women, <laughs> and like Judy Grable and Diana De- Christianello and and all of them had no idea what the hell was happening to them. Hmm. You know, and then, but God, the Glamour Girls, though, were fun with that. I mean, they were bump. I don't know. Who do you pull up for Sasha then? Do you pull up Kyrie Sane from NXT? Do you say, hey, you're the champ. I was the champ. Let's see what you're made of. Go against the boss. I'm not going to be shocked if they don't finally no. get Bailey and Sasha. That's where we get it finally? Yeah. Well, we got a month to build up to it again. No, they have more than a month. Okay, mid October, isn't it? Yeah, and we're still in August. Well, in like a day, it ends. I think you got six weeks. Six weeks, yeah. Oh boy. Here, here's you. You want the ultimate thing? Here's how I do it. You get Sasha Banks saying, "I want somebody like Ronda Rousey. I deserve the big time. The fans want me to have the big time. Why won't you give me the big time?" <laughs> Fine, you want the big time. Then you then you get the best friend and then Shayna Baszler comes out. You can oh, be Sasha Shayna Baszler. Oh my gosh. And then that's how you can start setting up for if they do that survivor yep. series. Which by the way we didn't talk about it, but you can't do the four horsewomen horsewomen match. Yeah, if, uh, Charlotte But again, idiot. they're gonna men in black us and yeah. our memories will be gone and They'll, they'll That's be, how they become friends again because they have to unite. They'll be um, Edge and Jericho on Team Cena <laughs> against the Nexus at SummerSlam, where they all came together to beat the yes. young kids. Yeah. Even though they didn't like each other, they're all friends for one night only, <laughs> once in a lifetime. Uh, twice in a lifetime. Yeah. Roman Speaking Reigns of that, yeah. loses to Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns finally wins the big one because remember. Even though he lost at Extreme Rules to Bobby Lashley, he, when he came to the ring, the big dog had the biggest gripe of them all. Who did? The big dog. One more time? The big dog. Man, and we're still 12 big dogs away from what they said during that match. What does Michael Cole say more? Here comes the big dog, or it's boss time. Uh, big dog, okay. for sure. I'm, I'm agreeing. Just because uh, Sasha Banks is placed on the Evolution curve. <laughs> Roman wins finally. My problem with this match is Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman comes out and says, "Now, no, let me just. I don't know if you. <coughs> you oh, that. I was confused. So, why was he coming out to to announce that he was going to wrestle the winner? Because he's a man with honor and dignity. But he's going to. Russell, somebody who just got their ass kicked in a match for 20 minutes, presumably fighting Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns. What <laughs> dignity, what ass backwards booking did you just give us? I'm a man of honor, and I'm going to tell you face to face that I'm coming for you <laughs> after you're worn out from your title match. <laughs> he was just giving him courtesy just to be like, hey, I'm coming to take your title after your match. You don't have to worry about, like, oh, watching then, your then, back. Uh, Mick Foley's kid, if you're still doing it, write him a better promo. <laughs> My thing is, too, like, say he calls that out, Reigns wins it. If he just runs into the audience, a la Punk, giving the kiss, I mean, it technically wouldn't be a match, so why wouldn't you just do that if you're already told? Yeah, I, if, I, get it. Once I didn't even think, at first I thought he was entering himself in the match. I was like, oh, triple threat. Tight. Yeah. That would be cool, but no, it was just like, oh, after the match. And I'm like, 
Oh, delete the tweet. And, and explain this to me. Okay. Once again, this man tips cars over and gets put through 50 tables and has 30 ladders thrown on that he throws across the stage like it's an action, like it's Judge Dredd or some Judge shit. Dredd. He's Simon Phoenix from Demolition Man. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets hit with an F5 on the floor, takes the worst bump I've mm-hmm. ever seen. I mean, he couldn't have landed with his feet on the ground anymore. And he can't continue to cash in? How does this company go? I feel like, it's like I said last week uh, when I was with John. It's like, some, like all right, I, I write Raw, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, Raw's done, Raw's done. I go, all right, I'm on vacation. Alex, can you write Raw for me next week? And he goes, sure. Um, why don't you give me a cliff notes? And I, I go, no, 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 no. Just do whatever you want. Just blend. <laughs> what do you mean? You know, why don't we want continuation? Yeah, I'll just write it however you'd like. Be back in a week. So okay, well I don't know what happened because I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm an intern. I've never done this, so I'm just gonna do this how I think it is. Okay, I come back the next week. Hey Ryan, you know thanks for letting me write it. This is what, ah it doesn't matter. I'm just gonna do what I want to do. So now I'm booking how I booked off of two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and we just forgot what happened. That's the kind of crap they give us every week, and it pisses Sounds me like off. Sounds like this past Monday, to be honest. Oh with my me. God, I'm glad I haven't seen it yet. Oh my gosh. Um. How do you go from last year's SummerSlam, I, I would say fantastic, what was it, four-way main event for the uh, championship there, uh, where I was giddy the whole time uh, Strowman was decimating Brock Lesnar through those tables and then throwing a table on him. Yeah. So, yeah, just getting just concussed or, or knocked out uh, through one F5. Yeah, it, it's a little ridiculous. But, again, they're building it up. But, uh, you know, it's there were boos, like you said. To end the show. Because people are like, are you kidding me? And what ha- what did I preach to everybody when people said, no, nah, it won't happen? I said, what? This is going to happen. We are going to end SummerSlam mm-hmm. with Roman Reigns standing tall, holding the title as the crowd boos mm-hmm. off of the pay-per-view feed. It's exactly what the happened. Big dog. It, it, and like... Multiple people, you, Demetrius, other people said, well, they're not that stupid. They're going to do this, or maybe they can do this, or maybe they might do this. No, they won't. You're giving them too much credit. I've learned to not do that. And the damn thing ends with him going, big dog, and everyone's booing and leaving. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it wasn't even like go home heat. It was, they were just leaving. Yeah. They're like, well, they did it again. Yeah, it's it's a vicious cycle. I, I was there silent for a second due to the fact that I was thinking, why am I watching this? I might go the Brian Klecker route. I might go the Demetrius Burrow route. But I, I just, I, I don't know anymore. Um, so thank you for introducing all these other federations, <laughs> we, these we leagues, Noah, these events. Dragon Gate, All Japan. No, we even got MLW Fusion. MLW, Stardom, and WXW we all talked about tonight. Yeah. Six times you gave me hey now, so the more PCO the better. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> we talking about PCO getting darts thrown into his chest, <laughs> which uh, hopefully we're running the PCO live, just like in a day. Like yeah. we'll be finishing up a day one at Starcast. In, in hours eight now. hours or so, we'll be on the road because we gotta get oil changed before we leave. At oil change. <laughs> um, and then also. Uh, aside from Starcast, you catch it Starcast. Uh two thirty podcast movement, Russell One Radio, or either the Westwood One Network. Yep. Um we're closing the set. We're we're the last show you get 
uh, before they shut that down. And then we're off to uh, the the Chicago Heights. Where, where is this? Yeah, Warrior Wrestling, Marion Catholic High School. Yes, thank you, Marion. The Catholic. private school, uh, like literally five minutes from where I live, uh, where I grew up from. So very, very exciting. Uh, not only to have wrestling in the area. But the talent, Ryan, yeah. in this show. 515, uh, 5 o'clock doors open, 515, the Fan Fest begins. Um, there's going to be free autographs for everybody. David Arquette. I don't know, in the clown thing. But we're, you know, we're going to be at the Fan Fest. We're going to be yeah. probably running another WrestleCast. We're probably doing back-to-back shows. If you're, at, if you're at StarCast and you go to this, I apologize if we do the exact same thing where we just do the awards twice. It's fine. <laughs> so don't mind us. But we're going to be at the Fan Fest Warrior Wrestling. We'll be at the show too. Come check it out. Check us out. Yeah. Check out the show too. We get we get Tessa Blanchard against Jordan Grace. That's going to be tremendous. Scroll back that other way. Let's get the rest of this card. We get um Jay Bradley against Darby Allen. That's oh be, uh, Darby Allen, yeah, yeah. that guy's from the uh, yep. killed. Yep. yep. Uh, we get DJ Z on the card. Uh, he's taking Pat on Monix. Pat Matt Monix. Uh, Colt Cabana taking on uh, Mr. Adonis himself. Uh, we got a four-way with R.J. Cruz, David Arquette. Oh, it's a tag match. It's R.J. Cruz and David Arquette against James Ellsworth and Frank the Clown. God, that's, uh, that's no Noel Foley's boyfriend, I think. Who's? Noel Foley. No, really? That guy? Yeah. I'm going to punch that guy in the face. Yeah, Foley was going to do it. And then we get the War of Attrition match. I think it's oh. going to be a gauntlet. Okay. Brian Cage, Phoenix, Jeff Cobb, Austin Aries, Pentagon Jr., Rich Swan, Sammy Guevara, and Rey Mysterio for the Warrior Wrestling Championship. I'm going Phoenix, man. Who's going to win this? Not Rey Mysterio. Find out Sunday, September 2nd <laughs> in Chicago Heights, Marion Catholic High School. Uh, tickets on sale at warriorwrestling.net. Come check us out, WrestleCast Radio, this Sunday. Uh, Fan Fest, during the event, after the event. Hell, we're going to go to 7-Eleven, Park Forest, get some Slurpees. Yeah, we are. Hell to the yes, we are. I don't know. We're Also, uh, Saturday night, uh, we'll be at GameWorks in Schaumburg. Yes. Voices of Wrestling is doing a little meetup, so come kick it with us. We'll be there as well with the Voices of Wrestling guys. Um, Friday night, we're probably just doing all the StarCast stuff. Thursday, we'll probably go to, I don't know, maybe we'll go to B-Dubs and get that discount. Check us out. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Check us out on Twitter at WrestleCast underscore SSM, uh, as well as Facebook, WrestleCast Radio, for all the craziness. We're going to be interviews. We're going to have, you know, crazy videos, pictures. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a time. Our our Woodstock. Yeah. This is we legit. Our Woodstock, a professional wrestler. Look for, look for Daredevil Derek Fury. He's going to have his WrestleCast shirt on. He's got a he's got a voice recorder. He's got merch to yep. sell. He's going to be doing interviews. Say hi. Stop by. Give us a good word. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio, TuneIn, yes. Player FM, iHeartRadio. We're on everything. We're live weekly. Um, we'll be going back to Mondays. Yeah. Starting here next week. Um, Are we? Aren't you working like late this month? No, next Monday we close at eight. On Labor Day? Yeah, we do oh, a ten wow. o'clock Monday show. And then every week after that I'm off Mondays again. So we can wow. go back to the six PM time. Very nice. My life is back to normal. I'm I worked <laughs> nineteen of the last twenty one days. I'll be off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. We come back Monday morning. It's a six hour drive. Yeah. If we I, I have to work at noon that morning. So we gotta leave at like four or five to be safe. Yeah. Uh, we'll get in. I'll be in the process of a new house because I'm. Yeah. When I leave here tomorrow, we're in a new house. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
work 11 straight days, and then we're in Vegas for Golovkin Canelo covering that WrestleCast Radio. Ooh. Come back and work for 10 days. <laughs> so, but but once September is over, uh, we'll, or once September hits, we'll be back doing the uh, the the ten o'clock shows, and then we'll get back to our six o'clock normal. Tight. It's gonna be fun, except for uh, September nineteenth or uh, uh, September seventeenth, because hmm. I'll be in Vegas still. I want to. Oh yeah. Now maybe I can we'll have a, in. We'll, we might have a remote. We might do something. If not, we'll we'll see you guys. Because that is Ishii Omega on the fifteenth. Destruction in Kobe or destruction in Beppu. Will we still be in Vegas for that? Yeah, Meaning that, me. That's what? the day of Canelo Golovkin that morning. So we got to bring our fire stick. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited! I was done that, folks. Thank you all for listening. Catch us tomorrow at Starcast. Appreciate everyone throwing the retweets, the fans, the follows. Uh, we didn't get Tony Schiavone for you guys. I apologize for that, but it is what it is. Hopefully, you gave you some. Ah, we bait and switched or hooked you <laughs> in ourselves. Yeah, and then we went damn. But it's all good. We love y'all guys. Thank y'all. Get some merch. WrestleCast, we out. Get some merch.